0: Two one hold it now 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 now Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show You are now in the mix with the Two Man Tower
1: Trip Quincy Jones and Doc Less Hey
0: it's huh? the ones that they don't hear. It's the ones that
1: yeah. they don't hear. We the ones.
0: Either. We the ones second to nuns, but uh, y'all the
1: threes, the the peas and the poos. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, my dog, <laughs> dude. No, Sammy killing it. Sam, you know what? Sammy me, killing it. Me? Jay's doing great me, as well,
0: you, you definitely. But you know me, yes, absolutely. I'm a huge yeah. Zane fan. Shout me out and, to Eddie Lynch, yeah, too, and Eddie yeah. Lynch. We just been loving it. But, but, uh, uh
1: I mean the memes coming out. <laughs> oh my god, like, when bro. he shows up at the barbecue, like, for it, real. like <laughs> well, I, to me,
0: I think it's funny when they keep bringing up the childhood photo. Photoshopping yeah. it in With the rest of the, well, young, the, the young The funny thing
1: is I remember that Childhood photo The, the original four right mm-hmm. I, I just knew Okay that's one of the brothers I didn't yeah. realize That that was solo never, The entire time Never which And the I whole think time is... I was like I like, look at him He over here smiling Because he thought He was fly The flies with the cornrows yo, yo. Then he's like no, I got to be the street king. I got to be humble now. <laughs> Not, I mean, and it's funny, too, because I've been seeing a lot it's, of it's clips though, of uh,
0: Sammy's been getting a lot of people break to break character very quickly, and then they, you know, on, live on Raw. Yeah. Like, I've been seeing a lot of clips of I that. I think so. I sent
1: you that old picture of him with the Usos with the face paint, too, right? Bro. Like, he's always been an yeah, 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 use. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But how y'all doing, man? We are back yeah, with man, another yeah. brand spanking that new is edition. Doc of- Lesnar, you're listening yeah, to. That's right. and right. Uh, over here, that's uh, Quincy Jones. Go. Yeah. And this is the Quincy Jones Show. Yeah, I heard it. Welcome to the podcast. Man. Yeah, man. Um, we know what y'all want us to talk about. Yeah. we going to get there. Yep. But there are other things. Uh, the world does not revolve around AEW, uh, nor is... Uh, tumultuous relationship in his locker room, but we're going to yeah. get to other things that are also just as important, but uh, hang tight. We're going to feed you, baby birds. Yes,
0: sir. And now uh, we're going to go right into the news. we got kind of a jam-packed episode this time, but uh, we're going to get into some other news. Uh, just uh, uh, Man, I really couldn't believe this. We didn't get a chance to talk about this last week. Resting legend Antonio noke
1: Yeah, I think it, it happened either the day of or the day after. I believe so, um, yeah. But, man, for the whole week, bro, you saw so many tweets just support going for the for the god bro oh, like it was uh, it was real beautiful like yeah. um
0: it's weird like 79 Ah oh, man yeah. and, the, and the thing
1: was is i know he was still pretty uh active on the business side of things to do some stuff oh, yeah, but yeah. obviously he had been fighting um systemic uh amyloidosis which the, i'm a yeah. hey, bro the fact that you've been going through that and still handling mm-hmm. like you a boss bro. and like, the fact you
0: know i will say you know I, personally, I don't yeah. want to pass away in a hospital. You know, if I was nah, sick and he I did pass away at home, and I think like that's important. in you know, your own yeah, terms, but there's some pride. In him, uh, yeah. Just so you guys know, he had a uh, famed entering career, uh, obviously as a performer, as well as you said, as a promoter and a politician. Sometimes, uh, yeah, he, I
1: heard the stuff that he was able to mm-hmm. to talk, dude. Like, yo, this hire like he was doing stuff that the government couldn't be doing, bro. Yeah.
0: Just just off his name really just off his but, name uh, yeah he yeah. founded new
1: japan uh i
0: believe in 1972 remained the owner till 2005 talk and that, talk, uh champ. you know served as a, a counselor from 89 to 95 it's crazy uh if you guys know you know if you remember he also took place you know the historic uh match with rick flair in 95 also if you guys remember was you know that whole thing with he uh, brought Hulk not- hogan's
1: leg no 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 that no, was no, not him no but, no no but, i'm just fucking
0: but around. uh you know, not just the match with uh, Muhammad Ali that a lot of people uh, yeah, kind of yeah. remember. Kind of one of the first ex- cross-promotional exactly. Things, yeah. But then also, I just saw this the other day. I forgot. A lot of people call this, like, the greatest shoot moment in wrestling. Oh, oh the, great the, the great uh, Antonio. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he, Dude, he, he was, beat the shit out he, that guy. He, yeah,
1: because he, he was just, He, he kept, was trying to shoot. Yeah, yeah, he kept
0: hitting his bread he basket. To, and he was, like, was, like, was yeah.
1: hot and grandstanding exactly. for
0: like, people but, who uh, didn't even pay
1: to see him. Like, get the fuck off the stage, Exactly.
0: And, of course, one time, WWE Heavyweight World Champion, though his reign was not recognized, by the company, uh, but he yeah. was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2010, and I thought this was really cool, too. The New Japan uh, recently made a statement on its website saying New Japan Pro Wrestling wishes once again to express profound grief at the passing of founder mm-hmm. Antonio Noki and our deepest sympathies to fans, family, and friends as part of our 50th anniversary celebrations and to celebrate Antonio's role as a founder, wrestler, and beyond. Oh, wow, it's their New-
1: 50th anniversary? Yeah, That's New J- Japan had
0: planned to name Mr. Noki the honorary lifetime chairman of New Japan Pro Wrestling. After Noki graciously accepted the invitation he was officially named uh the honorary lifetime chairman man. on september 1st uh just last oh, month man. in
1: 20 uh 2022 um so but about yeah, a man. month huh? Only yeah. yeah man that's rough but you know what that that was really cool i think that was a really cool honor for for them to try to yeah bestow that upon him and but. i mean
0: on 79 is you know it's not it you know some people do live longer but i think for a wrestler these days from that yeah, time i it, mean that's, that's like, not a bad lifespan you know? i mean
1: you got to take it like probably training in his teens till now so yep. what he had a good like 60 probably 65
0: that's what i'm thinking you know what i mean career
1: yeah. you know what i mean and and just held in i mean it's not easy to be held in high regard for that long either without controversy right so exactly shout out to him man shout out to one of the goats for sure man for sure antonio noki for sure and um you know, just shout out, a, I mean, because remember, he, he was the namesake of one of our old, uh, yeah, yeah, our our old, old venues, venues, too. Anoki exactly. Sports. <sighs> yeah, trend
0: exactly. trendsetting, bro. Yeah. yeah. Or Anoki Dojo, I think. Thank you, word. yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, just to keep within the theme of just, uh, you know... Lost legends. Uh, Dan Masters, famed ring yeah, announcer, also man. passed away. Uh, last Wednesday, news broke uh, that the uh, woman of wrestling ring announcer, uh, aka known as Daniel Henry, had tragically passed away Tuesday evening after a fatal car accident uh, while traveling in El Salvador. Uh, the news was broken by his niece on Facebook, who paid tribute to her uncle by saying, uh, Rest in peace to a remarkable, larger-than-life man, my uncle Daniel. As a kid, he made me feel like the coolest person on the planet from talking on the radio, getting wake-up phone calls from famous wrestlers, and shout-outs at his wrestling events. He was the star of the show everywhere he went, but made me feel special. He was taken too soon and would be missed tremendously by the people who knew and loved him. And he had a career, man, that spanned over 20 years working in radio and boxing before transitioning to pro wrestling as an announcer and commentator for uh, PCW Ultra, Deep South I was, Wrestling. I was just going to say,
1: um, I saw Viva Van had said that she, she had a... Yeah, he, he had she, just announced one of her matches. Yeah, Championship Wrestling
0: from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, I know she
1: does PC, PCW Ultra as well. Yeah, exactly. But, man, but definitely yeah. condolences from here the KGS
0: dude. crew. Uh, you know, both some solid. You know, not even just solid, just exemplary workers in the business. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, yeah. it, it, it's just one of those things. when reality comes in and lets you know, K bro. You know, so
1: yeah, it's like you know, life. There's there's death, taxes, and the one-on-one with the Undertaker.
0: I was gonna say Mil Mascaris. And Mil Mascaris. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh just to pick it up a little bit, got some updates and some former talents from the WWE side of things. Biff Busick. Who? Biff.
1: You're supposed to take the role.
0: <laughs> yes. If you, you know, you yeah, know. And if, if, you, if you don't, it's fine. Beef Busick, uh or, I'll give you a hint. Uh Biff, I should say Biff Vader Busick. was on there once. Yeah, he was. <laughs> um, Formerly known as the Oni Lorkin, was actually spotted at the
1: Performance Center. I uh, heard about this. Like, yeah, is this a training or uh, this is he's a trainer?
0: He see, he was serving as a guest host this week. Oh, uh, that's cool. According to PW Insider, he was released on November fourth of last year. But it's worth noting, uh, you know, he doesn't seem to be rehired on a full time mm. basis yet. Just brought in as a guest coach, but it could lead to maybe. Because you said Danny Burch is
1: also kind of doing the coaching. Last I
0: heard, him and Thatcher were, but that was over a year ago. So I don't, I'm not too sure where things are on that front. But it'd be interesting to see. You know, I, I, if I'm Triple H, that's who I'd want back there. You know, so.
1: I uh, mean, yeah, a lot of good. I mean, I mean, you look at who else they got, like the Mad Blooms, the Sky 2 Hotties, or former Sky 2 Hotties, the Road. Yeah, people who you would argue didn't get a whole acclaimed amount of fucking. Mm -hmm. You know, but but been around so much they know exactly what they're what they're doing you know what I mean yeah, so definitely. and then uh Tyler Breeze
0: uh also yeah update heard on this. him uh he returned to up up down down earlier this year and it seems the former WWE talent uh who's going by Prince Pretty now is set to make another WWE related appearance on next week's edition of The Bump uh specifics on his involvement have yet to be made clear but it's reportedly jump-started speculation obviously amongst the IWC fans uh to see if maybe this could be set for a full-time return uh obviously he was one of Triple H's um favorites, you know, and I mean, he was big on dude, the when you think NXT about the, alumni. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, when you think about the story, but back when they had the ESPN special mm-hmm. and they had the Colin Cassidy's, the Tyler Breeze's, yep. and so, a few other people didn't make it. Mm-hmm. The people who were on the chopping block, and you see what Tyler had to do to flip that switch to stay on his radar, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very storied history between him and Triple H, so I'm not surprised. I yeah, would, definitely. Would I would I selfish, selfishly want to see him back with, with Dango and finally pull the trigger on Fashion Police? Yeah. Yeah. Only because I don't know what else they can really do with him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's but, be
0: honest, they could use uh, a little bolstering of the tag team division. I mean, they got good yeah. teams, but I feel
1: like... They need a little bit more, yeah.
0: Yeah, a little, definitely, man. And uh, obviously, since he was released from the company last June, he's taken time to work through longstanding injuries. And uh, obviously, Absolutely, he has gotten yeah. to tremendous shape and maintained his Twitch streaming and... Uh, wrestling school with sean spears as we've uh, also alluded to in the past but uh, this takes me to wwe news my friend all right we just brought this up last week randy or yeah. tattoo artist was taking wwe to court with suing them and their video game partners i've now realized it's specifically uh, take two productions ah. um and she has won the lawsuit is um, do
1: you think that's because um what was the former? Before they were Take Two, they were called something else, weren't they?
0: Uh, I'm not too sure because this is Two Two K's specific publisher. Yeah, but take I'm to, I guess I'm trying.
1: To, there was some company, and they split, and then Take Ukes. Two. Maybe it was you because I was gonna say mm-hmm. maybe you think because at the time of the the lawsuit, they were no longer an entity to be sued.
0: I'm not too sure, but there's a little bit more where it seems like Take Two has done this before in Uh, other 2K, not WWE. But apparently, well, yeah, we were
1: talking about that. Remember, like, what's the difference between that and the NBA players and stuff like that? Okay, okay. So according to a
0: deposition, uh, I believe I forgot what her name was. Let me see. Oh, the artist herself. Yeah, uh, I think it was something Alexander. I couldn't remember her first name. Uh, We reported last week, but uh, yeah, she claimed that uh, you know she was contacted by WWE offering to pay her $450. At the time to use, I thought had, you was it. finna
1: say thousand. No, but no. Well,
0: that's the woo. thing is that's that's what's crazy is this is a win, but I feel like it's not really because of the damages that she receives. Um, but yeah, no, she, um, you know, uh, they offered her four fifty, she turned down. Uh, that 450 as well. Take Two argued that its reproduction of Ar- uh, Orton's tattoos was fair use in order to recreate him in the 2K video games. Turns out the jury at the Catherine U- Catherine yeah, that's Catherine. That's, that's what here. I thought. Uh, at the U.S. District Court of in uh, s- South it was the Southern District of Illinois, uh, they didn't buy the argument, and she was entitled to compensation, which was three thousand seven hundred and fifty yeah, dollars. I just read
1: that. I'm like, that's horrible. Yeah, but it with, is- with the amount of money that they made off those games,
0: yeah. Exactly, but I guess yeah. Take two was sued by tattoo artists at Solid Oak Sketches, uh, this was a tattoo shop, mm. who own copyrights for tattoos that's they've what done I for LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. I was about to ask about NBA, that. Yeah. I was going to say because the games. one
1: that's funny you I was going to say I, I swear that they probably would have a problem with the the, the butterfly tattoo from Kobe too. You da- right? Right? Yeah, exactly. And but so. then now hearing you said that, I kind of almost makes it yeah confirmation. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And then we got a few more updates.
0: Uh, Bobby Roode. He's been absent from WWE TV yeah, since man, the Andre the Giant Battle Royal in oh, April. I know. <laughs> and his uh, last house show match uh, was a loss against Omos in June. But a recent post from his Instagram may shed some light on the absence as he wrote, uh, heading home after what is hoped to be a successful trip to Birmingham, Alabama. Mm. Big thank you to uh, it was South Lake Ortho and Andrews Sports Medicine for taking great care of me this week, especially to the first class medical staff of Dr. Michael Eller-B- Ellerbush. Eller-Bush? Bush, I guess that's quite a last name. Doctor Andrew Cordov Cordover and Doctor Charles Carnell. So, but I did see it was a slideshow of uh, you know the Southlake Orthopedics Ortho Mm. Sports Center, and then he was actually in a hospital bed with a gown on, giving a thumbs up. And then there was a close up of like two circular um, band aids, like you know the small circular ones, on his neck. So it makes me think maybe he might have had potential neck issues.
1: I was gonna say it sounds like maybe they um they probably did a. a one of those least intrusive like camera joints That's what to I'm figure out too. there's something going down. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, so you said Birmingham. I'm like, oh shit. I mean, I mean, yeah. he, he he's. Getting something to fixed, or experts. he's about to get something fixed. Exactly.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Finn Balor. According to a recent report from WrestleVotes, it seems WWE have, quote, significant plans in store for him. Uh, the report Good. goes to add that Balor is, quote, a strong favorite of the new leadership group and is in line for a major push. Despite the report not revealing any potential plans, it concludes that Balor will, quote, play a big role in the foreseeable future of WWE. So, uh, he had a pretty big win in that tag match on Monday against Ray and AJ, so... You know, looks look like things
1: are uh, did, coming did, up. Milhouse. Did you see that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you see that that promo with Dom? Where he, he's like, he he's like, you're not my father. You've lied to me my whole life, Hafei. I hate you. I hate you so much. And then he just fin out of nowhere. Tell him, Dom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I liked how him and Priest were uh, helping uh, stoke the flames of that heat he was. Oh, when dude. He first came yeah, 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 yeah. Some good stuff, man. Uh, and then uh, a minor uh, update on Max Dupree looking to bring back a uh, his former NXT LA yeah. Knight yeah, uh, gimmick. According to PW Insider, WWE is dropping the Max Dupree gimmick and having Dupree revert back to the LA Knight character. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw. There was basically a backstage segment last Friday on SmackDown where he quit as leader of the Maximum Male Models, which I wonder if that's just going to be taken over by— um, Hold up. What's was, her name? Was, Ma- Maxine, right?
1: Oh, yeah, Maxine uh, Cromwell— or Dupree is she you know. is she Maxine Dupree now yeah
0: I but they never oh. they never said like is she uh or maybe she's just Maxine it was no she's literally oh, Maxine like, Dupree oh, like crazy. he was Max like Max and Maxine so Eminem I guess I get yeah you know but um, it was also Maximum Elmine I was like so many M's so what
1: about Tyler Breeze does he come in on this because I mean let's not because I think I remember telling you that uh I think Bailey had tweeted at Mansoir was like, "You are not Prince Pretty" or some oh, shit like man. that, like a long time ago. <laughs> because well, she, you know, she's a huge uh, Tyler Breeze. Oh boy, yeah, you know of, co- what I mean? of so. course,
0: man. Uh, but yeah, and it should be noted that uh, Dupree is now listed as L.A. Knight on WWE's internal roster, so I here think that's uh, definitely a <laughs> confirmation. Yeah. Because that, did you see when he when he did leave? He he like basically took off his glasses. was like, I can't believe I don't know why I ever thought of, I'd be into this. I'm out of here. Yeah. It was like a real subtle. It's like, oh yeah, he's coming. <laughs> and last on the WWE uh, bit of I'm news, I'm sorry, the way you
1: said that was like, like uh, Otis, he's coming, yeah. <laughs> my peach.
0: Oh man, uh, Kevin Dunn, Bucky O'Hare. Uh, man, a uh, little update on WWE, his WWE status, obviously following the release of Laurinaitis and Retirement of all, don't, Events.
1: First don't ever give him that name again because Bucky O'Hare is way cooler so yeah, than Bucky that Bucky O'Hare man. is
0: a, a national treasure. He is. Uh, from the release of, uh obviously following the release of uh, Laurinaitis and Retirement Events, Uh, there were rumors immediately beginning to materialize that maybe chief of global TV distribution and executive producer Kevin Dunn would be next on the chopping block. Rumors of his status would begin to swell even more after reports emerged that he and uh, Stephanie McMahon do not... Get along as well as having issues with talent backstage over MAGA flags being displayed in one of his production trucks. Uh, after doing some digging, though, PW Insider were able to report Dunn's current status in the company is quote 100% unchanged at this time.
1: Did you say he had a MAGA flags?
0: Yeah, on one of his. I'm not gonna trucks. lie, when
1: you first said it, I'm like, he had a ooh, maga what? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then i was like oh you, oh maga maga
0: yeah uh, i should yeah bro, i think when i see maga i still look at MAGA. there
1: should never be politics in a workplace
0: never in my opinion you well, can that, do that, what that,
1: you want on your own time yeah but there should not be a workplace that's shared by different people to have different opinions should not be the uh, yeah, place bro, that my, you broadcast bro, that. yeah my golden rule yeah. when
0: i'm at work i don't talk about religion i don't mm-hmm. talk about politics mm-hmm. and the third one's failing me now but
1: sometimes it's just the the politics of money uh within the company like who's making what and how or many, just yeah. no
0: i mean like politics like who you voting for like those i've seen oh i know that I'm i've seen maybe the, maybe the third on arguments one. start uh from that no no it's it's something because it, it, it's a popular thing people say but uh, it'll come to me but um yeah i just i stay away from from all is of it that. science no i'd say probably no science
1: like, is usually there it's science versus religion and then it's yeah yeah because it I'm trying to remember, too. I had that philosophy philosophy class, and they talked about that, like, oh, the three things you don't talk about, because it's controversial.
0: Yeah, it's because there's always, you know, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't agree. And abortion? It, no, it's it just, not abortion. It, 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 I it, forgot it, what it is. It might be, I don't know, maybe racial inequality or something. I don't know. I, oh, I, possibly. I, I just learned not to bring those up in a public setting, especially at work, because that could make a work relationship sour so quick. Religion?
1: Know? Uh politics and Sammy Guevara
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I will say it is uh you know I I did report not too long ago that it seemed that they said the only suitable replacement for Kevin Dunn as a producer was unfortunately released months ago during a budget cut so I don't know if that's still affecting uh, him still being in the company or what's going on but um
1: you know wouldn't it make more sense for budget cuts to keep that guy for cheap and let go of Kevin Dunn for more
0: I would think so because you probably could pay him yeah. less even though he might be wearing dual hats if he's a chief of global TV distribution. That's a big, you know, big I, it thing. It sounds
1: big, but I'm sure it's he does the same shit. I, I guess what I'm, my, my thing is there's there's no way that you can't tell me someone hasn't come along and can surpass what he's capable of because he's been in the same thing mm-hmm. for so long. It's like, dude, there's other people that can do what you do and probably better. Very true. And – I don't know, man. It's like, yeah, dude, like, that, like, 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 like he's like, got his not... own
0: brand of uh,
1: Zoom. maga hats. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, but but let's not sit here and be like, oh, we got to give uh we got to give Bucky Bucktooth uh, all the credit for for these fabulous video packages. It's not him. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like so.
0: Yeah, now it's one of these interns there.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get no credit on these fucking things. But uh,
0: moving on to AEW. Yep, yep. Obviously, there's some things, and we'll get there. I'm a crescendo, guys. I, but let I, I, uh, let's I start. have one
1: small thing to add yeah. whenever you have time. Um, I did get an update on Scorpio Sky and what's been going on with. Him.
0: Oh, why don't you start with that?
1: Oh, okay. So um, it, it's kind of linked into like the Dan Lambert stuff because um, people were wondering where he went. Mm. He already knew that Ethan was getting ready to get repackaged. Yeah. Uh-huh. They knew about the, the bell being dropped to Wardlow and he just felt like, you know what, like people, you know, they're still reacting, but it's kind of, you know, simmering a little bit, simmering down a little bit. He's like, I think this is, I'm just going to call it, you know, then that was his choice. He's like, I think it's it's been good the, enough of a good thing. Like if you have something else for me down the line, we can go. But then uh, he also mentioned, I knew I had to leave because uh, he said he knew Scorpio was dropping the bell because he had knee injury that he's been needing to... Uh... Oh, this is Lambert. You're yeah, Lambert's speaking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's been, need- he's been needing to uh, nurse a knee injury. So I guess that's okay. what he's been up to this whole time. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Well,
0: speaking of injuries, we talked about Ruby Soho last week. Uh, she was set to undergo uh, nose uh, and septum surgery. She did undergo a successful surgery, posting a photo on Instagram with the caption, Finally, after a month since breaking my nose at All Out, the countdown begins until I can breathe again. Can't you see my excitement?
1: <laughs> a whole month?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's from when it happened versus yeah, yeah, when but she could I, get in I'm there, thinking yeah. about
1: having that, carrying that amount of pain for a whole month. That's, yeah. oh, man. But hey, I, did, I have heard,
0: though, those that have broken their nose before, uh, which I think if you're time. a wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to say that the pain is easier, but it seems like it. You're used you used know, to it, it, I guess. Y- yeah yeah, you, yeah it kind of yeah exactly so uh moving on we uh there's a lot of uh speculation going on this week about who might be done might be leaving aw per usual i mean name a week in the year you're gonna <laughs> find a <all, all> rumor <laughs> yeah. but uh sean spears uh, i guess posted a goodbye gif on uh twitter and then later deleted it and then this is what kind of started this weird um thing because a lot of people didn't know if sammy aimed this tweet at him or if, you know it got kind of thrown into all the back and forth with him and Andrade on, on social media. But he had wrote back, you are a jobber, a favor hire, be grateful, bitch. <laughs> you know, in total, Sammy character, you know, I, I guess, or if that's, you know, he likes to but drop see, the The only word. thing
1: that drops me, that, that that rubs me the wrong way about that is like, be grateful by what? He's just saying goodbye.
0: Yeah, but I think Sammy just feels like I think he has this chip on the shoulder about all these ex-WWE guys. I guess, you know, but it's man. dumb because it's like, yeah, but Sammy, you were famously at a WWE tryout where you were yeah. almost flirting with Cody's wife before well, well, that well, was his wife. Also, like, Lacey bro.
1: Evans had chewed you out, or not chewed you, she had, it, it was like before Lacey Evans was actually like Lacey Evans, mm-hmm. she was at the same tryout, yeah, and like, I, he called her like sweetheart or something, and she was like, don't call me sweetheart. Like So she mm-hmm. he pissed off someone that didn't... That, <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. got heat from someone that doesn't even have a right to get pissed. You know what I mean? Like, crazy. like from some rookie. Yeah. So.
0: And uh, in response, Sean Spears, he just answered back a uh, gif of Adam Sandler laughing while eating cereal from uh, Big Daddy. Uh, so nice. I don't okay. know if that was like he's laughing at him for responding that way or if he was laughing at the melee. It could even be an inside
1: joke. We don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. But to
0: pivot from that, and we are going to get back to Sammy. Don't you worry, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about one of his stablemates, Chris Jericho. Yeah, I, I, I
1: saw I, this on the docket. I, was just, uh, I, I, haven't, mm. I haven't read this. I'm curious to hear about this
0: tell you man i'm gonna try to keep my my yeah, bias in check of course jericho was on the latest aw unrestricted podcast oh i episode, do know what you're talking about he, he made it seem
1: like he yeah i'll let you tell it yeah I'll let you he, tell it. he yeah, was yeah. going
0: on about how here let me just give you the quote because he basically alludes that you know without him he doesn't know if the company would have succeeded which is a good argument but it's just the way he says it you know he says quote Keep in mind, no one really knew Cody at that point. He'd been gone for years. The last time we'd seen him, he was Stardust when he left. And as much buzz as Kenny and Matt and Nick Jackson had, they were still mostly just regional guys. They were worldwide stars, but when it comes to national TV in the States, they didn't have any experience with that. If I'm the bridge to get there, check me out. And then look at all these other guys that we have. Would that company have happened if I wasn't there? Probably, but
1: I don't think it would have grown as quickly as it did or maybe gotten off to such a huge start.
0: So that part there's, I can the, understand. There's, yes, yeah, 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 it
1: depends on, like there's certain things you could probably pluck out or omit or, or change, but yeah. a lot of that is true. But except for the fact that... The first part. Co- Cody yeah.
0: reinvented himself he, on, yeah, the he on the Yeah, he was on Like, everybody everywhere. was...
1: Everybody... All eyes were on Cody because nobody did what Cody did before. Exactly. No one went and asked for their release. Exactly. And fucking decided to leave. Yeah. As a high-profile son of a third, third yeah. generation... Super, like, so... Eyes were on him. Same thing with AJ Styles when he decided to fucking not uh-huh. sign with Impact.
0: Exactly. People
1: they didn't know word that he and, and
0: left New Japan too, yeah. where they
1: couldn't go to go see him. But they were like, "Dude, I'm gonna fucking find some stream because this guy's everywhere but TV." You know what I mean? So yeah, and, and, I, I, I won't bro, agree with I, that. Yeah, I,
0: look, me personally, yeah, I'm a Rhodes fan, of course. Yeah, love the Rhodes family. Um, but look, I I met Cody, I've seen him at multiple shows. You know what I mean? You're not telling me Cody was booked against Kenny Omega, the same guy you said that was a regional star in the main event, the same weekend as WrestleMania. I believe it was thirty-four. That yeah, SuperCard, right? Yeah, it's SuperCard exactly. You're not, you're just not gonna sell that to me, bro. Like Cody, it's just not. You know, you can't tell me no one knows who Cody was when after Stardust eat shit and, and, like and, that and, just and, means you weren't turning on a TV and seeing the or, shit he was or, doing with or New Japan with Ring of Honor. i was gonna say
1: even even at the very very most convenient BTE. Exactly. Like dude. shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. What are you talking but about? But he did respond. Cody uh he just wrote something
0: on a story and he just says, "You're clearly doing something right when others try to imitate or even take credit for things you've created. Don't take it personally. Fans remember and that's our fans remember and that's what it's all about. Just keep doing the work." There you go, class act as, as always. There you go.
1: What so. do you have? Never mind. That's WWE. I was gonna say. There's been supposedly they said there's just no timeline on when he's coming back. Like no one even yeah. knows. Yeah, you know,
0: even Wilder. I heard that when he did come back, Vince didn't have any plans to have him go on any kind of AW or uh, WWE title run or anything. And it's like,
1: what? So you just wanted him not to be with AW? Yeah. It's like I'm so pretty sure stupid, that's why he guys. signed with WWEs because he would to get never more be, money, obviously. Well, yeah, then, and but. he could
0: never. You know, he wants to be a world champion. He yeah. can't do that in AEW because he, no. he fucking booked himself I, in the corner and, or whatever. And, it is. and
1: the moment he left, I already we booked that episode, like yeah. how he would have been able to get there because I if agree. he's not even on paper, if mm-hmm. he's not even on technically contracting that shit don't even fucking make sense. Exactly.
0: But uh AEW, uh, they're looking to really uh beef up the roster like they always do. I mean, they're always looking for new people. But Juice Robinson. Uh, you know, he was there last week uh, in a match against John Moxley. PW Insider has reported uh, AEW has, quote, massive interest in signing him to a contract. Uh, additionally, reports explain AEW want to make him a regular of AEW's programming going forward if a deal is reached between both parties. And, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, this, oh, yeah, his
1: girl's there. I keep forgetting ex- that he's, exact, what's her name? Exactly. Um,
0: and, uh, you Tongue know. Storm. That, and, and, you know, and that's the thing is he also made it clear in that Sports Illustrated interview last week that he, you know, is no longer repping, repping New Japan. Yeah. So, despite being a you know member of a Bullet Club. But as we see with Chris Bay, you know, an impact like, um, you know, Bullet Club would be all over, you know, span all over the wrestling sphere. So, you know, it, it doesn't have to be specific to New Japan. But, um, yeah, we're getting closer, guys. Don't worry, we're getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that I thought was cool. Uh, Sting to team with Great Muta. In his final match, Great Muda made a surprising AEW Rampage debut last Friday during Sting and Darby's No DQ match against Brody King and Buddy Matthews. Shortly after, it was announced that the icon would be teaming with his former rival and longtime friend in his final match. A six-man tag set for January 22nd for pro wrestling Noah's The Great Muda Final Goodbye event where the legend will retire his Great Muda character for good. Uh, He recently spoke to Sports Illustrated, uh, Justin Barrasso specifically, uh, and Sting was talking about how you know, when it's Muda asking, I'll always say yes. Every time we speak, it's like no time has passed. I know we're older now, but it doesn't feel that way when we're together. It's such an honor. He's one of the greatest to ever do this. I know my days are numbered, so I'm trying to make the most of the time left and give the fans everything I have before the wave comes to shore for good. I'm grateful that Muda was able to be here with me in the U.S. That's a memory I'm going to hold on to, and it signifies the end of our era. I'm looking forward to having one last grand hurrah with the great Muda, especially in Japan. He says, I'm trying to get Darby Allen to come with me it's such an honor especially since that would be his last night as a great Muda character and it actually reveals that I guess uh, Muda's appearance got planned via a Zoom call and that he was actually worried that people would remember or know who he was before going through the curtain he said it's been over 30 years and I can still feel that excitement of sharing the ring with them. Muda has transcended wrestling he became a household name in Japan even last week People remembered him. He was like, "Will they remember?" And I said, "Of course, they'll definitely remember." Uh, and he said, "I set Muda apart from everyone else in my book. He helped me become a household name in Japan."
1: So, uh, dude, I couldn't help. But I don't know. Just I don't know what, So hard just listening to it's all that, right? It's just. I think the another reason is because we it was we waited too long for the taker sting stuff, right? Yeah. And then he got sting. He's like, "Nah, dude, I'm fucking. I'm knocking this shit out." Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and and just hearing how. The relationship between him and Muda is beautiful. That's that's really cool. Definitely. That's really cool, man.
0: And we just got two more
1: things. God, I love pro wrestling, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's, that, it's, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's when things like that happen.
1: Absolutely. Uh,
0: FTR, another team who loves pro wrestling, uh, they recently competed in London, England for New Japan's Royal Quest 2 event where they successfully defending their IWGP tag team titles against Aussie Open. After the bout, though, Dax Harwood grabbed the mic to thank the London crowd, noting it was their first trip back overseas since 2019, They finished by giving Aussie Open their flowers as, quote, the future of tag team wrestling, which is an opinion he actually shared ahead of the match on Twitter as well. And went a step further saying, quote, all self-preservation to the side. They may be the best tag team today. I might step out of the way for that, which I thought was a very powerful thing to say. Uh, You know, obviously we talked about whether they got contact by WWE and look like they're looking to uh, work the Roman Reigns schedule. You had sent me that post as well. Uh, you know, if you guys check it out, where Dax is talking about, he doesn't know if they could make a top 2022. Yeah, I was, I was like supposed to starting, bring that up to you. Yeah. You know, it looked like they almost started the, the back end of their careers a little bit in terms of a smart, like, we can't do this forever, but this is how we feed our family type of deal.
1: But the biggest talking point from this promo...
0: Well, you no, say I was
1: just going to say that, the, the, I mean... I I I think if anything, it should be a catalyst for anyone to have that kind of 2022 quote unquote or whatever year they're gonna have the year yeah. after, like, cause they really just <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying. But yeah. but but I will say I did see the um the promo art for the DC show mm-hmm. for Dynamite. Yeah, they did FTR dirty, bro. They got them in the way back behind everybody, and they're not even together.
0: They weren't even advertised, but they did show up. Yeah, also so it's well. like
1: like Dax is here. You, you see some of the ROH belt. And then you got, da- uh, you got uh, Cash on this side. You don't even see nothing, but you got everyone else in front of them with their belts and like everyone doing their poses. I'm like, how you got. Uh, and, and, and the Acclaim weren't even in the picture either, which was weird. I was that, like, that is weird. It was, it was, yeah, it was such a weird <sighs> I, little thing. I, I don't get that, man.
0: But yeah, the uh, biggest talking point from this promo uh, was when Dax actually aimed some words at boss Tony Khan, saying, Tony Khan, we still work for you. Book his brother. <laughs> and uh, before sheesh, that, sheesh.
1: Yeah. Man, that's it, not. Pff-
0: yeah, that was the thing he said before all that other stuff. That's what I thought was funny. But he also added, while being a uh, guest on the Ringer Wrestling Show podcast, he said, if we were worried about rankings, we would be AEW Tag Team Champions right now. We've been number one since forever. For the love of God, Tony, give us a shot. To their point, uh, their last tag match in AEW was a three-way against Roppongi Vice and United Empire in June and have only wrestled three times since on Dynamite and All Out despite holding you know, all three of those titles from AAA, ROH, and New I mean, Japan. Uh, they, and being one of the most over acts on the roster right now.
1: I was going to say, like, they could have... I mean, obviously, Spears is gone, Punk's out, but they did have that little short-lived thing with Wardlow where they could have possibly went... Yeah, went and with that's kind of where they
0: revisited they on. They could have had the you know, trios, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Since, since they knew they couldn't depend on the Bucks.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Khan did recently comment on the booking of FTR uh, while doing media rounds for uh, Dynamite last night. He said, uh, FTR... Have wrestled at singles. They have had some trios, and of course, they've had a number of pay per view matches in that time, both in Ring of Honor and AEW. But I think we could look to see them in tag action and maybe defending some of those tag titles they hold. They hold three different tag championships and companies. We all have, or we have uh, affiliations with, uh, you know, with Ring of Honor, New Japan, Lucha Libre, AAA. And certainly, I've been instrumental in organizing their bookings overseas and with Ring of Honor, where I also do the bookings. So it seems like he understands, you know, the the uh, appeal, but you, you know, know, I saw a really good um, you know. uh, article that said, Are FTR too good to be booked right now? You know, and it's tough. I mean, because like, you they can't up, take a loss. Yeah, like, you know,
1: in a sense of, but I think they can if you're going to build to something. You can't, buy, you can't sell me on the fact that they don't at least deserve to just get a, a TV win against The Butcher and the Blade or some stupid bro, shit, I'm, bro, I'm look, like, Or Or can we get a real, when's the last time we had a program? Like, I think what I'm waiting on, and I don't know how much trust they got in it is the Hardy Boys versus FTR, right? Yeah, I
0: I got that going on my universe right now. Yeah, I
1: I, I I barely just introduced Jeff. I had to make sure his physicals were clean. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, But yeah, uh, I was also going to say that uh, hopefully Khan does take notice of their momentum uh, because you're going to love pro wrestling again. As per Sports Illustrated, the top guys are set to team with legendary Ricky Steamboat for Big Time Wrestling's Return of the Dragon event on November 27th in Raleigh, Rale, North Carolina.
1: Big Time is the that, that's who they were supposed to team with last time, Yeah, but it didn't go they through, didn't right? Go th- yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Right, and I think that was the whole thing where Brett was going to be a manager. Oh, yeah, and they
1: had what, Pillman and Brock Anderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, funny yeah, you yeah. say Brock
0: Anderson because FTR and Steamboat will take on the Arn Anderson managed team of Jay Lethal, appearing as Black Machismo, teaming with Brock Anderson and a mystery partner. And then uh, also to note, the Briscoes are on the same card, set to face the Rock and Roll Express that same night in uh, Rock and Roll Express's last match in the Dorton Arena ever. By the uh, way, I, did,
1: I didn't tell you this uh, sidebar cafe or, or, yeah, cafe. Mm-hmm. I, I did shoot a message out to the Briscoes.
0: There's nothing, wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I just uh, let you know that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, this will mark Steamboat's first match back since 2010. So, And, uh, of course, guys, we'll get right to the main dish. All things having to do with Andrade and Sammy Guevara. First, we're talking about Andrade's uh, AEW status. Um, and I'm just going to try to go through this as fast as I can. Here's a brief timeline, basically, of Andrade's uh, you know progress this year, 2022. Quote, unquote, progress. Yeah. yeah. Married Charlotte in May. Plans to wrestle... Osprey at Forbidden he Door. He's married. In, on. What a, this this is just really what, <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah. That's like the damn. only things he's done. He 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 was supposed to wrestle Osprey at Forbidden Door in June. They got yeah. scrapped because of wrestling uh. politics. He had an inflammation of his ankle that kept him out of action for weeks and delayed, I guess, the Lij feud against the Lucha Bros. And then when the feud finally happened in August, they had no long term plans. Uh, then what was done was Lij reunited in the trio's tourney uh, tournament, only to turn on Dragon Lee with no follow up and nothing really really been going on since then except him pursuing uh, Preston uh, Vance. So after months of rumor innuendo surrounding his happiness in AEW, uh, we see that there was supposed to be a scheduled mask versus career match. Uh, with, with no Pre- build, with, with, with
1: nothing up. Well, there, so w- there
0: has been build. It's just been on Rampage. And, and it, with these little backstage segments that feel similar to the last one you saw. Like there's no different, very much.
1: A diff- yeah, who just- was the last person he was trying to recruit? Was it I, Luchasaurus?
0: I, I don't remember. I couldn't
1: tell was you. It was it something stupid like that? I can't remember. I think it was Darby. It was Darby. Yeah, he, he's like, your boss. You're just a little boy. Yeah, I was, God, uh, I was it, so stupid.
0: Yeah, so it, but it's weird because, you know, obviously, yeah, if he loses the mask, Vance would lose the mask if he loses the match. And if not, Andrade would leave AEW seemingly. And, of course, it, it kind of makes people speculate a lot because it's supposed to be the two-year anniversary of Brody Lee's final AEW match. Um, so while Andrade is you know pretty much a bigger star, it's still like has Dark Order ever lost any time they did something to you know as a tribute?
1: And I don't think so. So I mean, but at the same time, I'm gonna keep it real. Mm-hmm. Preston Vance is not a luchador. No, so him losing the mask means nothing. No, it, it, it just doesn't. gives him a different. Yeah. It, it just unbooks him from the Dark it, Order, it, it, which it is fun. It's that whole,
0: hand, I was hand-picked, and, get, you know, that's that's like, all it is. It's anything, one of the very first guys Let's keep
1: got It It was cool when it first started, but at this point now, he definitely should have been off the mask and, and with the factory at some point. You know what I mean? Shh, man. Mm. I mean, I, I think him, a tag with him and... Uh, Camarado? No. Um, the guy that just, uh, not Channel, oh, but the, the new guy that uh, was... Fuck, what's his name? Was slipping with the fishes. Yeah, the guy yeah. was, I think those two... Mm. As like an uh, That's American a yeah. baby face. like You mm-hmm. know what I mean? like. But then <laughs> I just thought about that. He was sleeping with the fishes. Then he goes. And I remember, yeah, you, we, we saw his name making fun of him, QT. But then mm. now you got QT who fucking dresses like the Sopranos. So he's right back in the fucking mob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and Camarado with his fucking entire choice. I don't, uh, know what yeah, the- I don't know what's
0: going on with that dude. Yeah, uh, Andrade did, uh, he, you know, he's been doing his thing on social media, really stirring the pot. At one point, he's simply tweeting the word OUT in all caps back in early September. Uh, and another time, you know, he was talking about how he can't use his infamous spinning back elbow due to Jericho's finish being too similar. Uh, and then tweeted out an hourglass emoji on the 26th of September, leading many to assume he's waiting on his contract. Contract to expire. Nah. Tony Khan made it clear, though, he wouldn't be granting any releases anytime soon after last week's dynamite. And, you know, it's weird because Andrade started using the hashtag free El Adolo, uh in his posts, like two literally two days before the match against Vance was set up on Rampage. Uh, but he has had other things going on, on social media, such as retweeting a lot of interesting yeah. tweets. You know, there's one where someone talks about last week how, you know, the hurricane. <clears throat> kept some stars off the show, some are injured, oh, is some are happened? suspended, and, Look, you know, but AEW still didn't let Andrade wrestle, you know, and he retreated that. Uh, there was another one where, I guess, AEW put a, uh, you know, a group photo of his Hispanic talent um, backstage and on roster, saying, AEW celebrates hashtag Hispanic Heritage Month, and there's a lot of people in here, you know, but... What was weird is someone retweeted and said, so Andrade and Thunder Rosa must be white then. And he retweeted that because they're both not in the photo. But Jose, the the uh, assistant. assistant, is in there. So it's like maybe he just wasn't there, you know. Uh, and then, of course, someone also put, uh, you know, he needs to go back to WWE in parentheses home. He retweeted that. Uh, and then one person says, I'm praying that 10 wins. And he put me too. In response. Jesus. Uh, yeah, you know, and then another day he, you know, put up his um, you know, information, like telling people, you know, to text him and I think it was like a, I did uh, see that. You know, and it was, you know, a lot of people were thinking is this like for booking or whatever. And then on top of that, Jose posted what looked like a goodbye post, you know, on Twitter it said, You are one of the best in competitors. I learned a great amount working alongside you. You brought me to AEW and I stand by your side in whatever choice you make next. Thank you for everything, Manuel Andrade. So, but uh, to put some clarification in all this ballyhoo, innuendo, and rumors, <laughs> he did do an uh, uh, interview, uh, Andrade, I should say, with Mas Lucha, where he explained, you know. Right now I feel a little stagnant. I feel like I want more. I feel like although I have a good contract, the schedule is good. I like the schedule because WWE was inhuman. It was a, quite a lot. People cannot imagine they think because he is fighting on TV, it is the only time he fights. There are non-televised matches in other cities, other countries. Right now it's difficult yeah, sometimes
1: beca- they make multiple loops. Exactly. Like, yeah.
0: Right now it's difficult because I want more. I feel like I want more now that Rush or Rush is back. It's the pressure that we want more, which is not you know, that, that, that's a pretty candid thought. I think anyone would feel the same way in his in his spot and the way he's been booked. Uh, interesting enough, though, Roosh was recently announced as officially signed with AW and Bandito as well just this is, morning. Is Roosh uh, related
1: to him or are they just.
0: Related? I think they, they just go back in the Los. I think Roosh and Dragon Lee are the only ones that are related, but they probably just came up together, is what I'm thinking. So. Uh, but yeah, um, and you know those are two guys who have been stablemates and longtime friends of El Dolo. So you would think maybe he wouldn't want to leave now that they're there. Uh, but he would make more headlines as we get into the uh, incredulous Twitter spat that started yesterday that would boil over into a physical altercation, apparently. Uh, and what happened was he was asked in an interview. Um, about you know uh, the elite and the CM Punk situation he said he's never had problems with them you know he he fought them in the in the trios tournament he said they're all good with me but I did have one issue with a wrestler I'm going to say his name it was Sammy Guevara had an issue with him because he once came to the locker room complained that we hit him too hard it's wrestling solve it in the ring if I hit hard hit me hard too I learned that he came in and he accused me like a little girl after I learned about it I spoke to him and asked if he had an issue with me but he said he did not and that's all there was to it it's funny because not even WWE because he talked about John cena never even you know had a problem with the way he hit yeah and and he said just kind of made it Wait, like I the mean, nerve of this kid who just got in the business having a problem you know well, with-
1: that, see and, and that's the thing a lot of people are getting mad at the narrative of kid it's yeah it's like it's kid but he's 29 years old yeah he's not a kid anymore very true but he's acting
0: like one of my opinion. yeah exactly but, uh, yeah, you, you know, then he goes on. He says, I said it to your face. If you have a problem with me, you said nothing. I won't beat your ass because it's I'm, pro- I'm a professional. Don't be scared. When I say something, I name names, and I'm not scared to get fired. Hashtag Sammy. You know, it (laughs) made so anybody had any doubts. There were no doubts about who he's talking to. Sammy would retort, "You didn't say shit to me, you liar!" But here's some truth: you ungrateful prick. So, so
1: I think because if you notice, you is all capitalized. So I think maybe he's he's insinuating that you didn't tell me anything. Someone else, yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah,
0: and that's what's weird too because yeah, he goes. Uh, you would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over a second time? Just go back to WWE like we know you want to and fuck off. He writes back, "Okay, I'm a liar with the laughing emoji. See you on Wednesday. I'll tell you to your face again, and nothing you say that, or, or, and nothing you say that you do not have any problem." Which I'm, I'm guessing that's broken English, but basically saying, "I'll, all right, I'll, I'll say it to your face again to see if you you have a problem because." You didn't say it back then. And uh, Jose, the assistant, said, I was there and can confirm this incident happened. Andrade gave an honest interview about his thoughts. Oh, okay, yeah, he was plugging the interview. But he said, good thing no one at AW can translate Spanish to English. And he put hashtag uncensored as if, like, maybe Andrade was going to say something. like Because I think he had a backstage segment. That was scheduled. Sammy talked about the drama on his vlog. Said, there's just so much drama that goes on in wrestling. It's really exhausting. It's tiring. Seems like every couple of weeks is something. I'm minding my own business on vacation. And then, you know, people want to start drama with me. It is what it is. It's the life I signed up for, I suppose. But it's definitely tiring. And maybe I'll need to go on another vacation next week. Yeah. But then we get this report that... Right before uh, A.W. Dynamite aired, there's some sort of physical altercation. TMZ broke the news saying, um, you know, there was a brawl backstage. Uh, You know, uh, apparently, you know, there was an incident where uh, it it says that Andrade dropped. I'm sorry. he, He went to confront him. And I guess words were exchanged. Things turned physical. Uh, you know, and, and they said that uh, Sammy allegedly pushed Andrade, and punches were thrown, according to their sources. But it's unclear if anyone was was hit. But though they did say at first that Sammy was the one that threw the punches, and that Andrade got a good punch in as well. Yeah,
1: um, I was gonna say it yeah. wasn't until a whole day after until news of otherwise came out, and that was what was interesting: is that that news of Sammy throwing the first punch, yeah, was it spread like wildfire because everybody was like what, and and he's still wrestling?
0: Yeah, and that's what's you know crazy what I mean? is a lot of people did not like the fact that specifically, I guess some of the, the veterans that worked so hard to get everyone on the same page after the last shit, yeah. they felt like this whole thing was was mad disrespect. I don't know from who, but a lot of those who were mad are not happy that Sammy wasn't sent home either. Because they feel like if they're both involved, they both should be sent home. Um, And we talked about that, you know, I don't. I think you're right in that sense. Like, yeah. I mean, probably, after what just
1: happened and how yeah, you handled that, exactly. Because you know, Meltzer, he was like, "How did how did someone in AEW let this happen? Why why wouldn't you keep them separate?" Which I agree. But then there's other reports saying that there was security in place and were, I guess, both were sat down and told no fighting. Mm. Like, I got more on that. I don't know if you got that. No, um, I
0: just got what Brian Alvarez said, because that's the thing. Yeah, that,
1: that, that's actually from Brian Alvarez. Oh, I, okay. So let me see. He said that, Uh, uh oh, actually, it was uh, Melcher that said, it. he said, uh, quote, oh, okay. Uh, so Tuesday night, uh, they were both talked to. Both of them were told no fighting. Mm-hmm. Andrade was told, quote, if this is your idea, you're not going to get fired if you fight, but you will be sent home. So, you know, for those that are thinking that, that that's, I mean, because obviously that's what one of the narratives going out there is. Andrade purposely possibly trying to get fired. Mm -hmm. Uh, Andrade responded, quote, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. There's going to be no fight. This was Tuesday night. Sammy was the same thing. Nothing's going to happen. They had security there. Everybody was warned ahead of time. Mm. So
0: that's why that I can't help but feel like, are they just working everyone? Well, like like using using like. The especially the dirt sheets. sheets. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and I, I, like I feel like the because I I don't know. I and mean, so
1: they do they're they're kind of doing it too much. Yeah, a little I would say.
0: Uh but Brian Alvarez he added to that also from Wrestling Observer said, quote, there are definitely two totally different stories yeah, about what happened too, tonight. Yeah. Uh many in AEW have disputed the team's e-version and noted that if it was true, it's very hard to believe Sammy would have worked the main mm-hmm. event while Andrade was sent home. Um, I think under the guides of if Sammy was one that threw the first punch or pushed him or whatever it is. But uh, as a result, Tony did end up uh canceling the uh proposed mass first career match and now changed it to a uh, trios title match where I guess he's rewarding Preston the shot he didn't get at all out because remember he got hurt, you know, because of um Andrade. Which is actually very ironic now I think about it, yeah, it Andrade Andrade that, that attacked him attacked Preston with the crutch in order for him to not uh, be in that match. So mm. they're going against death triangle. And I did notice though, uh, on Friday, and says, I hope I can show up on Friday with the AEW hashtag. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, oh, okay. And it is live. So I, that's why I, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what well, happens. But,
1: uh, this is, uh, another quote I got from Alvarez. Oh, okay. Our, our, uh, what, did you have more? Or no, what? no, that was it. I was yeah, so, the only yeah, thing the, I was going to say is, this uh, is what I got from this morning. Okay. Alvarez stated, Sammy, in fact, didn't throw any punches. One person did say that Andrade spun Sammy around and Sammy shoved him and then Andrade punched him. The other stories were that Andrade just punched him and that Sammy didn't fight back. Melter noted that he heard from a source he trusts, quote, Andrade was waiting in the hallway, got two punches in before it was broken up, and Sammy didn't fight back. You know, it's and think about it. He just said that shit with
0: Eddie where supposedly Eddie, like, pie-faced him or something and he didn't touch him. So I'm, it makes me think, like, Sammy, are you just one of those guys that just talks a lot of shit? Bro. I, I, and Mox actually, you know what, later on in well, review, yeah, Mox says
1: something about I, I, that. I heard something about mm-hmm. it. But then it says, it goes on to say, Melcher pointed out that the punches didn't land hard enough to show bruises on Sammy's face mm-hmm. during Dynamite. And said, quote, he did throw two punches and it was broken up right away and Andrade was sent home. So they have like two different versions. But one of the other versions that Andrade had, or uh, Andrade, Alvarez had heard is kind of correlates with Melcher's version too. With the not fighting back. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. You know what's crazy, too, that I'm thinking about um, is
0: how many times Sammy likes to say bitch to everybody. Yeah. And it's like, I thought you went to sensitivity training, bro. I mean, I know you're calling a a male uh, the B word, but, like, that's predominantly used to, you know, to really desecrate the essence of a woman you know if you're calling her that so it's kind of weird that it's like didn't they teach you the other words but whatever uh but should be noted uh that andrade's only had 10 matches all year in dynamite to go back to his status but <laughs> i think all that's up in the air but that's all i got on news this week like i said kind of uh, kind of a full barrel but uh yeah just had to bring it to you guys you know make sure if you don't know now you know
1: yes sir we're about the to... Hit a quick break and then we're gonna be right back with that lovely review that you love so much. That new NXT. No, there's nothing out there, it's just NXT. It's just, <laughs> I'm, like I'm the, sorry, like yeah. 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 And then got that dynamite as well, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, three
0: year anniversary, baby. I guess, man. We'll yeah, be... I got some no- I got some,
1: some thoughts. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll be right back. You already know what it is. Quincy Jones. Go with the Quincy Jones show, with the message about the Quincy Jones show. I'm talking about the album first and foremost. I want to thank y'all for supporting and doing what I do, man. Of course the podcast, I love it. This is, you know, a labor of love, but just put out the album a couple months ago and y'all have spoken, man. 3,000 streams and going, man. I appreciate the love. And if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out right now. The link is in the bio, everywhere on my social media, dude. I'm telling y'all, man. Got the video up for No Mercy. Thinking about putting another video up, man. Y'all tell me what it is. But first and foremost, check out the album. Once again, The Quincy Jones Show out now.
0: Welcome to The Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar.
1: Yep, we are back. Yep. Hey, let me get right to it, man. Uh, we start off NXT with Pretty Deadly, if you remember last week. Yeah, They, boy. they were going to be doing their State of the Commonwealth Address, mm-hmm. whatever that would entail. And they came out dressed like, uh, well, like Quaker Oats guys, uh, <laughs> given a, a royal decree. Had a podium set up in the ring for them. Uh, of course, they had gavels and used them uh, to yell and order, 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 anytime the crowd booed at them. Uh, long story short, they say that they've uh, come to address the number one contendership for their NXT Tag Team Championships and say they've beaten everyone until the Brawling Brutes interrupt. And Dunn and Holland, because mm. it's Dunn mm-hmm. and Holland, mm. were standing up for some tweet that Pretty Deadly put out making fun of Sheamus getting beat down by Imperium on SmackDown where oh, they, really? they they claimed they were hacked. I don't know. Mm, okay. With <laughs> all this stuff, just to get to this. They say it's Tuesday, and that means it's fight night. They attack the champs, send them scampering through the crowd. Later, an NXT Technic Championship match is made for the main event. Yeah. But, yeah, it was like, if, if that's what we're going to get to, then shit, man. We could have just. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, boy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, boy. <laughs> earlier in the day, I realized this had nothing to do with shit, but I wrote it down. Uh, toxic Attraction were shown arriving to the arena in the, like you know, they got that SUV that they're always riding in. Mm-hmm. They immediately get attacked by Alba Fire with her baseball bat as she hops in their car, assumingly driving mm-hmm. off with Mandy Rose still inside, but she's not even seen like the whole night. So um Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no follow up, I now I think about it. Like they didn't do like a Really? Okay. Where to, Mandy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Beyond a no, it's well. it's the Alba Fire. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mello Hayes and Oro Mensa. Uh, Mello starts the match by shoving Mensa, but Mensa upsets him with some arm drags, some working holds before Mello resorts to pulling his long dreads before Mensa hits a moonsault kick, follows with a standing drop kick. Mensa hits a ma- uh, Mayanara mm. uh, overhead release T-bone suplex as well. Mello rolls to the outside for a breather, but Mensa hits a slingshot plancha. Uh, trick distraction for a little bit before Mello takes over with a Johnny Gargano esque slingshot DDT from the inside to the uh, the ring to the apron. Uh, Mello continues dominating the match, hitting a basement uh, super kick, then the, the springboard clothesline for a near fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mensa fights back with some chops and Laritz and a big body drop, uh, or I'm sorry, back body drop. Off the Irish whip, um, Mensa with a big release German suplex, then a flipping capoetta kick like what Morrison used to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, before hitting the running line salt with no hands. Um, oh. Yeah, just like. Damn. It sounds like an Asai almost. Like an Asai style. That's crazy. It was, yeah. It was, he just ran and just did it with no, just didn't even touch the ropes. I was like, all right, I feel you. Uh, calm down. Super crazy. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Anyways. uh um, where am I at? Uh, oh, yeah. Sets up in the corner for that running roundhouse he did last week, but instead hits uh, Trick, who hops on the uh, on the apron, uh, which, of course, distracts Mensa because uh, he, he just falls off the, the apron. But he kind of takes a – I don't know. You can't really see, but he looks like he kind of takes a crazy fall. Oh, okay. Uh, Mello hits the, the the big lung blower, sets him up for the uh, nothing but net, diving lay drop for the win uh post-match mellow hops on commentary mentioning that trick is getting medical attention so also i was like i have to check to see uh if there's any update on if he got injured or if it's maybe kayfabe um maybe to, so he can't help him in the ladder match i have no idea um but that's not until a couple weeks so we'll have to see this is weird i just got some breaking news about commentary teams oh uh, yeah i was gonna bring that up but i forgot um yeah no worries I think Wade Berry got moved to SmackDown with Michael Cole.
0: You know, who, you hear who they're bringing in for Vic
1: Joseph to team
0: with? Who's that? Booker T. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, And then I guess Kathy Kelly is returning. Wait, Booker T's coming to NXT? It says Booker T and Vic Joseph at the table with McKenzie oh, conducting interviews and Alicia Taylor is reading. Yeah, I didn't
1: realize it. that McKenzie and Vic are, are married.
0: Yeah. Yeah they, yeah, they they try to keep
1: it low-key. Hey, or you know whatever. what's cool? Or, it's still NXT news, so let's roll. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's off. <what I'm... laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I don't know if that was kayfabe as far as, like, him mentioning the medical attention thing. Um, but, yeah, even because it didn't even show Trick when he mentioned him. You know what I mean? Like, not even on camera. So, anyways, he says he's going to stay to watch the next qualifying match to see who moves on to Halloween Havoc, which is Andre Chase and uh, Von Wagner. Okay. Chase brings the fight to Wagner quickly, but Vaughn uses his size to overpower him immediately. However, Chase intelligently grabs his leg when trying to throw a kick and hits an uh, over-the-shoulder knee-breaker and tries to chip away at Wagner's leg. But Wagner just keeps bouncing back. Uh, You know, he has a huge lariat. Uh, Chase still gets some shots to the leg in there, though. Uh, Wagner, again, manages to pull off a power slam, but Chase hits a pair of running basement kicks again hitting that knee before putting together some jabs and a running uh, uh, Russian leg sweep and uh, hitting what I like to call the uh, the fraternity stomps. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, uh, uh, Robert Stone distracts Chase at ringside while uh, Tia Hale actually carries him, like, because like he's on the apron. Yeah. And then she carries him in an electric chair, like, oh, on okay. her shoulders. Okay. And then, you know, he's like, put me down. So she puts him down, and then she, like, body slams him on the outside. I'm like, dude, don't make it about her, but yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. I okay. guess. You know, not not a bad spot. It, it, like Bodhi's, like, hey, I'm here too. <laughs> I got stuff. I was here before. Uh, meanwhile, this of course opened up the biggest opening for the running big boot Wagner with the rude bomb, moving on to the Halloween Havoc. Post match, camera pans to Mello at commentary. He's pretty much running down the field uh, thus far, dissing Wagner, Mensa, and starts to diss Wes Lee when Lee jumps out of nowhere from like out of camera shot and attacks Mello mm. until uh, the referees and uh, you know. The likes separate them. Uh, later, Wes is interviewed backstage about the, you know, about what he did. He said it wasn't an attack; it was a receipt for uh, Mello slamming his head in a locker. And I was like, oh yeah, that, well, yeah, they, that, right. that did happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, thank you for the continuity. <laughs> for I, I didn't that. expect yeah. that. I, so I, I yeah, it felt so foreign. Yeah, it was like, kind oh. of refreshing, mm-hmm. refreshingly foreign. Definitely. Then um, Stax Lorenzo comes into frame, calling uh, Wes ruthless and a a wolf in sheep's clothing. Uh, for going after the Don's leg in the qualifying match last week. <laughs> uh, Wes butts in telling him that I told you I didn't want to win that way. But Stax responds that like, yo, me and Tony know how to make things look like an accident. And that, that was on purpose. He warns him there's consequences to your actions. Ooh. So, of course, they got a match next week. Yeah, yeah so of, course. of course. But they're just calling him Stax, so that's cool. They ain't got to do the whole Channing, was it, Channing Lorenzo shit. Mm. They can just call him Stacks. Yeah, why not? Okay. By the way, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. There was a quotable during that Andre Chase match and Von Wagner from uh, uh, Mellow on commentary. We said because they were talking about uh, you know how, how he's been dealing with setbacks and uh, getting the title back. He's like, I used to ask my parents for setbacks for Christmas so that I can overcome so, I, so that I can overcome them and stun on these hoes who said that <laughs> fucking mellow dude <laughs> commentary that's hard and i was like waiting for for uh that's pretty hard for for, for weight just like yeah that's what i do or something something but yeah, i was yeah. like oh yeah just let it bask <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah let it <laughs> marinate oh man that, uh, that is hilarious footage shown from last week when damon kemp attacked uh brutus with the steel chair I remember i told you he like where his yep. ass out with mm-hmm. it uh then you know we see brutus like pro smash and uh, cool. uh like cool little segment yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he got these brutal looking bruises on his right shoulder in the trainer's room with uh, Ivy Nile and Julius uh, trying to be there for him when they, uh, they get approached by Duke Hudson, who uh, pokes fun at the curtain state of Diamond Mine with Damon turning and Roddy in the hospital and his brother, Brutus, now probably also injured. Uh, of course, Julius takes umbrage and, of course, challenges Hudson to a match for Talking That Trash. And uh, I got the fuck that match, I'll tell you. But anyways, <laughs> Sega is in a backstage segment, shown watching uh, the match from earlier with uh, Nathan Frazier as they talk about uh, you know hope, hopefully he can win his way in the match because you know Senga wasn't able to mm-hmm. um, but he, he said even though I wasn't able to I hope that you, you know you go on ah, you yeah, know, I heard he, about this too yeah, yeah and then uh, of course he walks off camera and then he's approached by Veer all I kept seeing is Veer
0: is here <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how it? that came straight from WWE social didn't it like, that's, that's that is some shit they <laughs> that's would do a, yeah
0: that's what people just love man uh, anyway
1: last Legend uh, versus Wendy Chu pretty long match to be honest and I was really surprised by that given that Lash is still learning on the job but in the end mm. Wendy wins with the top rope Vader bomb okay yeah I mean I'm kind of not as invested in her anymore either <laughs> I, I mean Wendy had something and then I'm like nah I'm cool I, 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 I'll be honest I don't get it anymore but there's a lot of sleepy girls out there, but I don't know if they sleep. They watch and wrestling. No, no, Ferodo. My man right. Like my man yo. There's the, a
0: lot of sleepy
1: girls. Yo, out yo, there's a napping niche out there. You feel oh, me? Like, man, you know, that was you gotta, hilarious. You, they got representation too. I get it, but <laughs> they
0: need to be seen.
1: Yeah. Uh, there was a number one contenders match NXT uh, for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, Toxic Attraction versus Nikita, Lions, and Zoe Stark. Pretty competitive match. Uh, one point, JC hits a big forearm on Zoe, and Barrett calls it a bull hammer-like blow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, thank the wrestling gods that Nikita and Stark win and are the new number one contenders because I didn't want not want to see toxic yeah, attraction. Yeah, I saw the yeah. end of that.
0: That's nice little energy they had.
1: Yeah, uh, they're mm-hmm. facing Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance. worth yep. and they had a pretty, uh, pretty good um, tape that they had where they talked about teaming and like mm-hmm. how they weren't even friends at first. They like, should even like her. Uh, oh, okay. K- Casey Catanzaro. Oh, oh, oh! I can't say it. <laughs> katana, Katana. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here. Uh, really amazingly directed and produced pre-tape of uh, Ilya Dragunov. Yes, sir. hyping up for the triple threat um, going on for the NXT Championship at Halloween Havoc. I think yeah. it's in two weeks, I believe. So uh, we had the Grayson Wall effect segment. <laughs> um, as you know, he was uh, still watching this back because of that whole premonition that he yeah. saw.
0: You see that trolling he was doing? Yes. <laughs> With the guy who popped the question? Yes. <laughs> that dude. I'm oh, telling you. She said yes.
1: Like the, the immediate, like, man. He got... <laughs> He got, he got he he got me to turn around, bro. Yeah, word, word, yeah. Um, anyways, featuring Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez, because I guess they're having a, long, for whatever re- reason, a rematch at Halloween Havoc now. I'm oh, like, oh, okay. y'all haven't really been building up to another match, but whatever. Cool, I guess. Uh, only things to really take away from this segment is that in two weeks they get to play uh, Pick Your Poison and choose each other's opponents with the entire WWE roster uh, is uh, el- eligible. Like, Grayson was dumb. He's like, like, I'm seeing right here on these tweets. uh, People want to see you, uh, 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 Roxanne versus Omos. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, yo, this dude is is fucking tweaking. That is pretty funny. Uh, Oh, man. Um, And then also their rematch of Halloween Havoc is a spin the wheel, make the deal, uh, which ended up being a a weapons wild match. The funny thing is, like, uh, Grayson was like, he kept getting mad at them for fucking interrupting him, Mm -hmm. even though he was a heel. But he, he wasn't necessarily getting cheered, but he was just like, everyone's getting sick of it, too. Because all they kept doing was bickering at each other, right? Gotcha. Okay. Um, so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make this more interesting because both of you guys are boring. I'm gonna go and spin the wheel for you, and we're gonna see what your match is now. And then so he goes up there, but there's of course like the the, the hidden or the, the hooded figure, mm-hmm. right? That's always standing next to the big wheel. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. And then so he walks up. He's like, uh, yeah, yeah uh, the, the, the better not be a Paula Cruz, right? I'm I'm not, I'm not scared of him or nothing. And then he like, he, <laughs> and then he goes and like look, he lifts up the hood and he looks. But he realizes it's just like, you know, you can't see. And this is the most hilarious thing, bro. He lifts up his, because the guy's hands are at his side. He lifts up his sleeve, sees that he's white. He goes, "Yeah, that's not Apollo Cruz." <laughs> without saying it, but saying it without saying it, I thought I died, bro. I thought it was hilarious, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! But, uh, but while this is going on, of course, Cora and Roxy, because he told security that he had security there to watch and make sure Apollo wasn't there, but he had security to tell him to watch the girls and make sure they didn't fight while he went to go spin the wheel. Yeah. Of course, that didn't work. They got the security like you know they're trying to brawl. And then out of nowhere, Apollo Cruz just grabs him and pulls, drags him underneath the ring. And you're like, what the fuck? And then he comes out, he come, finally comes back out the ring and his eyes are bloodshot and bleeding <sighs> again. Yeah, yeah, and some of his clothes are ripped and shit. And then Apollo, come, he doesn't like stay underneath there. He like comes out. He's like, I'll be honest, where I are you going? I
0: don't understand what they're doing with this, though. Yeah. I, I really don't. And, I, and I'm trying to stick around for the ride. Um, I want the I best I will say, for that Apollo Grayson,
1: Grayson is definitely making it. Uh, yeah,
0: and but that's my point is what happens after Grayson? Your guess is good. as You know, not everyone's guy. as is progressing as good as him. But yeah, mm.
1: boom, 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 boom. Cyrus the same song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I get, yeah, I get it. Then we get it the got that sh- bounce though. We get yeah, it <laughs> we get this shitty ass match. Duke Hudson versus Julius Creed. Uh Duke dominates early using his size, but Julius fights back almost immediately with a uh, with a running forearm and a Sheltie B-esque overhead t-bone. Sheltie B. Uh, and then lands that you know that unique takedown where he kind of cartwheels with it. Oh, okay. And then hits the running basement area for the win in a fucking minutes like under a minute squash. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Post match, Brutus comes out and starts attacking Duke Hudson, like, because oh he told he told Ivy to keep him out of ringside because he didn't want to get DQ for the match, right? That's so crazy. So he fucking rolls out. He starts beating fucking like he's just beating down this fool Duke Hudson, right? And then Damon Camp interrupts from the bird's nest with a yeah, mic. I saw this. Man. Pretty much challenge him to an ambulance match at a Halloween Havoc with the stip being that if Damon beats Julius, uh, his brother Brutus is gone from WWE, which is weird because Brutus was like immediately grabbed the mic from his brother was like he accepts. I'm like. Calm down I just saw that I got Ice in my
0: veins You got get yeah. your
1: shit together Yeah 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 <laughs> When you call I ain't on the first ring I was like What the fuck is he saying Yeah I, I didn't know what I was
0: like This is some Sort of like it, it, White it, boy it, it's, Like it's, I'm it's really, you It's really On shit. the
1: Border of Knock knock Who's there Braden Walker Here coming to knock Your <laughs> ice <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> it's real close. Yo, it's, it's it, oh He, he no. just turned on that street. Oh shit, that he just hard. turned on that key, street is what I though. said. Because yeah. yep. before, I used to let the I always stay strapped. Like I <laughs> I used to keep that. To, I'm like, that's funny. Okay, that's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, and I, and I like it, to be honest with
1: you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, it wanted me over a little bit. Uh, we got Hank Walker versus Zion Quinn. If you remember, the, the security guard that wrestled uh, Javier Br- uh, Bernal or Big Body Javi. Couple weeks nice. ago, uh, is actually now official part of the roster, apparently. Um, oh, okay, though he's still wrestling his free clothes, anyways. Quinn obviously uses his experience and size to dominate early, but soon we get the patented Hank Thays press again with a few Larry's before Quinn just catches him slipping with the running forearm for the win. He tries to beat him down post match, but Quincy Elliott makes a save. Um,
0: I don't know, yeah, I saw that. He
1: to I didn't map him up, and I didn't yeah. take
0: those notes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, what the hell are you watching, bud? <laughs> hey, hey, hey.
1: Uh, earlier, we see Schism admonishing some small framed, hoodied associate of theirs who uh, I have seen in a couple of past weeks passing out smiley face pins to people hmm. and like people blowing them off. But like, I didn't really make it a, like, looking like he almost like he was trying to recruit, but didn't really bring it up is I didn't really see it as anything important. Yeah, yeah, you didn't think it was wise. Le- Yeah, I get you. Uh, but yeah, they showed his person, but they don't show him. Like, they show like from the back. Mm. Um, with him being surrounded by Schism, and they're like, you know, admonishing him, saying that like he's not working hard enough on the recruits or whatever. And Schism isn't mad, but they're just disappointed. Later, we see Cameron Grimes try and talk to this hooded individual, <laughs> only to get attacked by the Schism's tree as it was a trap all along. I'm like, this was stupid. And then, but but then the person came, uh, wa- uh, got up, and walked off with him. I'm like, yo, that's clearly a woman because of how skinny the person is. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Yeah, trying to dress like a guy. Like with baggy pants and shit. So yeah, now it's yeah. like, who is it? Maybe it's yeah.
0: maybe it's Nikki Cross.
1: Mm. Too sh- was she short enough? I couldn't tell. Mm.
0: All right. I'm I'm not that interested.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, next week we got Stacks versus Lee, and then we got Axiom versus Nathan Frazier, best of three for the last qualifying match to see who's going to be uh, taking the last spot in the ladder match for Halloween Havoc. Oh, okay. here's love the the main event right show: Brawling Brutes versus uh, the Pretty Deadly Boys. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. NXT Tag Team Championships. I was like, oh, y'all ain't even ranked, but whatever. Uh, ring IQ and cocky uh, hijinks from Pretty Deadly against the the heavy-handed techniques of uh, Brawling Brutes. Mm-hmm. Dunn Done. <laughs> gets in his joint manipulation. I don't know who this Butch <laughs> guy is. <laughs> I <just read> Early <laughs> and uh, lands a huge running lariat before he he and Holland pay tribute to Sheamus with the the double uh, uh, team version of the beats the Baldrin uh, before mm. the picture-in-picture. Picture. Okay. A uh, pretty deadly takeover during the break, however, uh, with Dunn. Uh, he's actually trying to fight back a little bit, but he finally does and gets the tag in to Holland, who comes in like a house of fire. Haven't heard that one in a while. Hitting mm. anything moving and landed a nice tilt-a-world power slam on Kit Wilson before Oklahoma slamming uh, Elton Prince onto uh, uh, Wilson for a two-count or for I'm sorry for a two-for-one. Uh, Wilson jumps on his back to prevent Holland from uh, getting the tag but uh he walks over to the to the corner and gets the tag in it done anyways and then tag just uh, or t- uh, tag done just ends up climbing the rope and like to get him off his back he uh uh sunset flips him oh okay <laughs> off the top rope yeah hey whatever works yeah well, almost got the pin too uh, oh, okay. Bruiserweight doing bruiserweight things do as he uh, hits dual snap rebound german suplexes on both pretty deadly boys uh before landing the standing moonsault off the apron on the outside uh, pretty deadly. However, pull off that tag team code breaker on Dunn that they hit uh, in that cage match. Oh, okay, they, yeah, yeah. That, mm, that's, that's, that's um, boy. and then Kit uh, Wilson hits the was it what they used to call it, the Zany line or the the O'Reilly rebound clothesline mm-hmm. for uh, a near was it called the Zany line something like that?
0: Uh, that's what uh Cole yeah he used called to try to get it for shit for uh yeah for Ambrose yeah so. exactly.
1: Uh, for a near fall, Holland back in the match now, taking out Elton Prince on the outside while Dunn locks in the cross armbar on Wilson before hitting a semi-botched version of the—what was his move? Uh, uh, what's what's uh, the name of uh, Dunn's move? I always bitter End. Bitter End. Like, mm-hmm. Because instead of landing like a fucking um, uh, flatliner, he didn't make the full rotation. And landed like like he on, it was, the, shoulder,
0: it, on the side, dude. Or something? No,
1: it was a like a pump handle, uh a Russian leg sweep. It was really, oh, that's it was, crazy. yeah. It was, I was like, is he doing that now, or did he just fucking under rotate? It was that like so instead of doing the full sp- like because you know, he, or did he overspin? He no, he didn't overspin. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to show it you. It was pretty. It was pretty. Clean. <laughs> that's not a bad I, like uh, I But Prince is able to get his partner's foot on the rope for the save, and even tries to uh deck the ref for the intentional DQ. But the ref ducks under. You know, he's all. Mm-hmm. On his P's and Q, he always on his square, my G. That's me. <laughs> As uh, Dunn and Holland hit a double team finish, where uh, Dunn uh, roundhouses Prince, or uh, so basically, uh, Holland picks him up, and then he roundhouses his head, and mm. Holland uh, snowplows him.
0: Oh, okay. So basically. Like it's like, like it's like the, the it, dragon. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah, say yeah. chasing the dragon, dragon. Yeah, except yeah. it's a yeah or the north and light. Yeah, it's basically a yeah. I guess it is the the snow plow.
1: I guess it is north and light. You're right. Mm. Uh, should have been what I would have called the finish, but the timing was off. As Imperium was supposed to hit the ring, I, I'm guessing a few seconds sooner, because you see Holland go for the pin, but then it should have been you know like it, it, only for him to come off of it uh, like too early and start looking around for them before they even showed up. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It kind of weird. Like like the cue was off. You yeah know yeah I mean? yeah. I don't I don't I don't blame. Damn
0: Papa Shango.
1: Like he he pinned for a one and then started like coming off the the co- the cover. It was like I was like, what are That's you doing? Weird, yeah, man. I was like, y'all should win right now. I should be awesome. Mm,
0: That's ended up, man.
1: <laughs> What the fuck y'all doing? Hey, you fuck around, you really? Yeah, I knew you was here. Yeah, anyways, uh, Imperium get involved somehow without the ref seeing it, during which Kit Wilson shot blocks Holland's leg from behind. Tags in Prince, they hit Spilled Milk for the win. And then, for whatever reason, Malik, Blade. Is that his name? Malik Blade? Uh, and yeah, all, yeah, it, Malik.
0: And, and Idris
1: just, just an Ofe. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah, they uh, they come out and I'm like, bro, if you're gonna rock the argyle, go go uh go apply to Chase You <laughs> because it don't work. Yeah, no, I get you. It, it wasn't that wasn't the, the look because even Pretty Deadly in their address, they're like, "You got one guy because they were running them down too." They're like, "You got one guy who can't keep his shirt on, and one guy who who can't who who doesn't want to take his off." I was like, like "Oh <laughs> shit!" <laughs> That's pretty funny. Like, o- only that team would notice something like lie. that. Tell mm-hmm. me the lie. Tell me the lie. But yeah, that was a uh, that was a uh, uh, NXT.
0: All right, man, so that doesn't sound too bad. Um, I don't know. You don't sound convinced. I mean, no, I mean, it seems <laughs> like there you... were some things that were advanced, some uh, interesting things. I mean, the, the Brutes showing up on NXT, Imperium showing up in NXT. Not like they don't have roots, but, you know I mean, like, cool to see that kind of crossover. And then the whole Veer, you know, I don't know if Indu Share is going to come up again. I mean, I think <laughs> NXT could use some tag teams, but did you hear that Briggs and Jensen might be debuting soon? They, they were on main event with, uh, what's her name? Fallon, Fallon, uh, yeah, when oh, they, they won a match. Shit. They did some tapings already. Look, I'm just going. Jensen's not ready. I don't think anybody, Briggs is good. You know, it's funny. I was listening to a review. Briggs, Briggs the, used the to the have guy a whole said, different gimmick. I keep saying Brooks and Jensen is the same guy. I'm like, okay, it, cool. It's, it's not, not just us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. But yeah, uh, the, I mean, yeah, sounds a little interesting because I, you know, I'm going to into my AEW review right now. But I will say something's yeah, felt I'll, a I'll little redundant last night.
1: I'm I'm not gonna lie, I only got into like some of the opening match, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm just gonna sit back and let you let uh, me rock, Sean. Yeah. Well, R- Rig- Regal me. Regal me is with these <laughs> tales of the terror. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I forgot. Tales of the territories. Uh, they started last night. Oh, on, really? On, on Vice, yeah. Okay, I got to check that out. Yeah, I saw an interesting uh, preview with uh, Jerry Jarrett talking Bro, about... I saw a, ho-
0: I saw a horrible <laughs> meme where someone was making fun of uh, Dark Side of the Ring, to, uh, potential topics for season four. Big Black Dong the Virgil story Babe in the Woods pages 3 way The outstanding career oh. of vacant Cody Rhodes neck tattoo Marty Jannetty's Gen- uh, STD history oh. Road Road wait Royd Rage Road the Ryback story <laughs> uh the rise and fall of aew people are they're they're popping over here but aew dynamite review it was the three-year anniversary and you know in case you don't need me to remind you you probably don't because aew will hammer it into your head because it's been three years and it's good you know but geez they were they putting that over all night but uh, we started off with mjf taking on wheeler Yuta regal joins commentary and explains how he, he used to insult shivani before mjf was even born but never took liberties like mjf did uh, a few weeks ago i thought that was pretty cool how he uh you know kind of gave that a bit uh did you see how this ended
1: i didn't see how it ended but the one thing i thought was funny is how he kept reiterating i've never taken liberties with anyone that wasn't a competitor yeah yeah
0: he, and i was like goldberg <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he literally said if uh, unless you're in the ring, that's the only time. You know, like if you're not an in ring competitor, then your hands off. But, MGF, we're going to do this. Uh, the spots as I like to do. Gets an early Fargo strut, uh, arm whip into the corner, pendulum backbreaker, and a gut-rinse suplex combo, which I love. Uh, diving foot stomp to Wheeler's left arm and then counters a drop kick with a mid-air powerbomb backbreaker for yep, a near fall. Saw that. Yeah, that was just... It looks nasty every single time.
1: But they were, like, amazed. Like, they never seen
0: that shit yeah, before. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Yuta trolls MGF with a strut of his own and then crescendos with a high drop kick, and then hits a uh, judgment slam pretty early on and then a... Uh, he does that weird recoil clothesline where he tumbles out and brings himself back yeah. in. But instead, he did it, ducked, and then went to a waistlock and hit uh, the multiple German suplexes. So I thought it was a pretty cool turn of, uh,
1: or yeah, change they were, up. They were with him with on the third one.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, Yuta and MJF both try a tombstone pile driver, but end up in dueling pins before both men are floored with a double clothesline. Yuta gets straddled on the top rope after going for a diving splash, but counters MJF's avalanche tombstone attempt with a top rope springboard Frankenstein that looked really nice. Uh Yuda drills MGF to the barricade with a suicide dive, then goes for a diving splash, but MGF rolls away and flips him off, only for Wheeler to hit the splash from even a farther distance for a very near fall. Then Yuda rains down Hammer and Anvil elbows and goes for the seatbelt pin, but MGF rolls through and drags him to the middle of the ring for Salt of the Earth. Yuda almost gets the rope break, but MGF drags him again and then borrows Champa's bridging Fujiwara version of the uh or uh, you know or the bridging version and gets the submission win. I so mean, he ain't using it. Yeah, that's how I looked at it too. So post-match, Wheeler spins MGF around after celebrating the win and offers a handshake as a sign of respect. And just as MGF looks like he's going to oblige, it's like really well done, uh, Yuta gets attacked from behind by Lee Moriarty. MGF actually scolds Lee for making that move without him saying so, but then gets distracted by an apple-eating Stokely on the apron who hands MGF his diamond ring. MGF hesitates slipping the ring on as Lee holds Yuta from behind and Stokely eggs him on to punch him. But William Regal... Stands up, leaves commentary, slips on his trademark brass knuckles, and makes his way to the ring.
1: I heard about this. Yeah.
0: Uh, Stokely and Lee clear the ring immediately as Regal and MGF are locked in a standoff with the live crowd chanting, You fucked up. And MGF smartly decides to exit the ring. So,
1: how I knew about this before even watching it mm-hmm. is the fact that Ally Saw was a tweet that said, you don't bring a diamond ring to a brass knuckle fight. fight. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> pretty,
0: I like that a lot. Yeah, that that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, I, I I'll say, yeah, but uh, yeah, really cool. I thought uh, n- I won't say nostalgic, but in the sense of like, man, yeah. when's the
1: last time we seen him with this? It was in a and glass and he, case. And he, and he kept talking talking up the villain stuff too on commentary. Exactly, so. exactly.
0: Uh Backstage segment: JAS. Uh, we see two tell Garcia. He's spitting in their faces, teaming with Brian tonight to remind him they came to the company together as a family. But it seems he's lost his way. Jericho calls him a pinstripe child that reminds him that uh, i'm sorry he calls him a child that reminds him that the jas taught him every entering trick he knows especially how to be a sports entertainer and he says he hopes he makes the right decision tonight as sammy says if he doesn't the jas will end him before chris plugs his uh upcoming roh title match against brian and then vows to retain uh then
1: we get a match that this is where i, I oh, get brian into brian danielson's facing for the roh title
0: yeah next week oh for battle of the Bells? yeah in, in toronto no 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 not oh, battle of the belts is on friday after um Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. So or not Dynamite Rampage, but next Wednesday's yeah, in Toronto. Yeah. Uh Jay Lethal takes on Darby Allen and I like this matchup, but we got the same almost the same exact thing that happened in the first match. And that's why I said it was a little redundant. Um we get a monkey flip uh by Lethal. Darby lands on his feet but then gets clipped with a low drop kick to his left leg, which he gets you know, worked over for the remainder of the match. Uh at one point Lethal counters a springboard coffin drop by chop blocking Darby as soon as he goes to the rope which I thought was just mm. a good veteran move mm-hmm. and we see a release German suplex and an avalanche dragon screw from the top then he cinches in the from the four. top yeah damn but Darby manages to get the rope he rag. held
1: on and hit damn
0: yeah uh yeah that's uh, nice uh Darby gets a you know the springboard wrist lock arm drag he counters a brain buster attempt with a scorpion death drop for a very near fall uh at one point Darby lands awkwardly on his hurt leg after going for the flipping stunner uh which allows Lethal to go for the lethal injection but uh uh, Alan actually sweeps his legs, causing him to land very awkwardly on the nape of his neck, I would say, before hitting mm. the code red for two. Darby goes for the coffin drop but is distracted by Sanjay and Satnam emerging on the stage, which gives Lethal time to uh, take advantage before telling his cohorts to leave, and then walks right into a Frankenstein that leads to dueling pins before Darby pulls out the last supper pin for the win. I Post- felt like he
1: was going to do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Post-match, Lethal is livid about Sanjay and Satnam basically costing him the win before giving a begrudging code of honor handshake to Darby. But it seemed like mm. the same thing. Thing. you know dueling pins dueling pins dueling pins because that's how the first match started and, and ended uh with, who won the Wheeler, first one? uh oh, oh you're saying and then the whole hey let's do a handshake and then same mm. thing with this one dueling pins ends hey begrudging yeah. handshake you know and he does give him the handshake so we didn't uh, i don't know if, you that's know, interesting though yeah definitely uh, TNT title match. Brian Cage with Prince Nana in his corner taking on Wardlow. Uh, Vignette plays ahead of the match. The hype, the importance as Cage gives arguably the best promo of his mealy mouth life. Because <laughs> I, I, the one he did, that was very long. I was like, bro, you're talking in circles, man. You're using <laughs> every wrestling trope in the world. The only good thing you said was, you're power-bombing bums. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. You know, but everything else is like. I'm gonna show you at the end of the day when all is said and done when the smoke cl- and the machine, you know, it was just like, okay, bro, we get it. You're a wrestler. So he know? hit
1: every. You are know, supposed in, to pick one the, in the or maybe two of those. Yeah, bro. exactly. One and, in it, the beginning, maybe the another one at the end to bring it home. Exactly. Like, you but you know, this vignette wasn't damn. bad. Damn, definitely. Uh, Cage with a tilt a whirl,
0: uh, head scissors. He counters a power bomb attempt with a sit out Alabama slam. Uh, while Nana way, distracts.
1: I did hear about some stupid. <laughs> I heard about some shit that Wardlow pulled out. Of I'm going to tell day. you right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, does, he does his curling uh, follow away slam, you know, when he curls him yeah, up yeah, like yeah. that. And then uh, hits a deadlift superplex from the second rope, which he's known to do. Wardlow starts it off because, you know, the reason the tilt-a-whirl even got pulled out is because he was answering the running running from Wardlow, who's been kind of doing that to show his agility. Athleticism. Yeah, he blocks a 619 attempt and counters with a world's strongest slam. Hits a whisper in the wind.
1: Yeah. Uh even though
0: everyone keeps saying it was a moon salt and it was not. Uh, and then back to back German suplexes and an overhead belly to belly as well before countering the drill claw with a big spine buster for two. Cage counters Wardlow's clothesline with an F five, uh, and then he escapes a power bomb with a pair of snap headbutts. Uh, Wardlow, I should say, then floors Cage with that pendulum uh, lariat. I call it that. I don't know what he calls it, but you know when he like cranks back, mm. his whole body <laughs> just launches it. Yeah. Uh, and then Wardlow removes the straps and starts the power bomb symphony with a total of four for the win. This was a really nice match. A good. Uh, I'm good. surprised you let
1: him power. Balling. four
0: times it wasn't repeat, I mean he did the one where he rolled them back you know, but it was like the last two but it was a really well done match good little Haas party, you know I'm all about that uh, Post-match, the Gates of Agony attack Warlow from behind when Samoa Joe makes the save to a thunderous crowd because I don't know if you know the... War Joe. Yeah, um, that was a fun match to watch too uh, Cage aids uh, the Gates of Agony in triple teaming Joe and Warlow while Nana uh, tries to direct traffic and then FTR's music hits to an even <laughs> bigger <laughs> pop exactly uh, it was great to see <laughs> London sing along to a song that yeah. has like, like the last time it's happened is Fandango. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, the embassy exit as soon as FTR hits the ring, but not without GOA, as I called them, uh, Gates of Agony, standing on the apron to share a stare down with the RO8's tag champs.
1: How, how did Toa look? It was cool to
0: see Toa. And it's almost like, man, they didn't get picked up after our show like I all Toa. Man, watch. that's what
1: we do. They gave We gave him the Yeah, rub. but he he was a good, he was a nice no, guy always, and a really yeah, cool, you know, 100%. cool dude to work with, for sure. So. Oh, 100%. Uh, we um, get a trio. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, like, okay. I was just going to say, like, yeah, to your credit, it's like, uh, it's weird because I heard that Brian Cage had won some independent championship. Oh, okay. And then Tony heard about it and was like, "No, no, no!" And he had to like drop it without fucking for real. Yeah. Wow. So that's why all of a sudden he's on TV. Is what they're saying. Damn, I didn't hear about that. I don't yeah. Know how they dig on that? Uh, we get
0: a women's trios match: Penelope Ford, Serena Deeb, and Jamie Hayter with uh, Britt baker and uh rebel in the corner and kip sabian as well who literally did nothing in this match so i don't know why he was there He hasn't done
1: anything since the fucking portion. Well, he,
0: he's been teaming with his with his wife on on like, in intergender matches like oh. that that's about it on that's on dark though uh willow and a Ath- uh, nightingale I should say athena and tony storm uh they're challenging them in the trios match with saraya actually at ringside before the match Britt baker has a backstage promo uh that was pre-taped that said that uh, she basically tells the fans that Soraya is not medically cleared to wrestle in the AEW and says, I guess it's my house now. So uh, too many spots to go over. So I'll just get to the end. Uh, Rebel pulls a crutch out from under the ring and teases hitting Willow. But Soraya snatches it then chases off her and Baker. And it looked really good the way she did it in terms of like moving her body. It wasn't like she was trying to be cautious. You know, uh, Willow hits Deeb with the pounce and then eats a spinning heel kick from Ford, who gets hit with a Yokosuka code codebreaker from Athena, who gets speared by Deeb. And then Hater hits Storm with the Uranagi Backbreaker, who then eats a Super Kick from Willow, and then Ford hits the this cool Matrix counter, and then jumps up and hits this Cutter for a, a very near fall. But was Willow, it a
1: Cutter or a Stunner? I don't know if she used to do a Stunner.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was supposed to be a Stunner because she struggled getting back up from the Matrix, and you could tell she just. Threw everything into jumping, and Willow did a good job selling, so I'll, I'll give her that. But Willow does counter cutter, cutter, cutter. the uh, handspring cutter because I don't know if you know yeah. uh, she's been trying to do that. Yeah, yeah. With the basement drop kick uh, when she goes to the to the handspring Ooh. and then hits the doctor bomb for the win, that, which that, I have that, seen. That's some
1: use. tajiri type viciousness. Oh, definitely. You know definitely. what I'm
0: saying? Uh, Pel smash. Oh, uh, there's an exchanging of words between Soraya and Baker. When Soraya hits a surprising forearm smash, and then they hit the KO Sami Zayn hockey fight spot, basically, they're, you know, repeated punches. Oh, that's as,
1: that, That's Sami.
0: Yeah, as uh, everyone jumps into the ring to join the melee, uh, the faces fend off the heels of Soraya deposits Britt outside and turns to Rebel, who tries to beg her off before hitting her with that trademark, like, boots that she does. Um, it was cool to see her get physical. It wasn't enough to convince me that she will, though. It was just enough to thwart don't think Rick y'all, Baker's don't,
1: previous promo. Don't think y'all could fuck with me in a hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And then later on, we see Willow. She gets a backstage segment where basically she says, you know, I'm on a roll. Because it was her first TV win, televised win. And she wants a challenge for the TBS title. Uh, but she's interrupted by Jade and the baddies. Jade boasts. She's already beat her twice and says, you want to be number 38, I guess. And she says, you know what? you're overconfident now but maybe I'll be 37 and 1 and so she uh you know they're going to challenge each other, each other for the third time at Battle of this the Belts. This is Willow? Willow, yeah. Mm. A little too much too soon I think. I think she should have got another big win. Um but yeah, I'm glad she I mean got I
1: one. don't I I don't think that one win being yeah, her first televised win equates to her being ranked to be able to challenge for that title, I right? mean, she
0: has, though. She It's not the first time she's – I don't know that's if she's true. challenged she, yeah, for the so, belt. She might have just been in action. So that, that could be an attribu- yeah, attribute. Yeah, true. Maybe this is the – well, now that the belt's on the line and I got momentum, this might be a different outcome. Well, type I mean, of, whenever
1: you're, you've already been there before, that's kind of an attributing factor of why you can kind of mm-hmm. override certain – processes whatever you want to call it anyways whatever yeah no
0: you're good i'm gonna try to get through this as fast as i can because and if you didn't watch this i implore you to it's actually a really fun segment um not convoluted really i mean there's only one thing Or i was like celebration of the scissors, scissors day. yeah okay i will say it's one person's involvement was kind of curious but you understand but you forgot about their issue you know Um, uh, which is mark sterling kind of butts in because mm-hmm. you know he's been on the swerve's a jerk get him out of AEW deal you know but this whole thing was very well done in my opinion and the commentary had a good time i think at one point taz is like yeah you know i've been uh i've been witness to uh a couple other scissoring days it's probably one of the best ones i've ever seen
1: <laughs> and, and then what's the thing goes
0: you didn't say that on dark last night
1: it's like oh yeah we'll fix it in post <laughs> you know dude like because i remember even earlier the mjf shit he was like Citing Yom Kupur, yep, uh, dude, it's a reason why he would he would lose the match because yeah. he's been fasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah like... bro,
0: that was hilarious. Or even he was like, I think we it the Freedman strut now, the not Friedman the Fargo strut. strut. Yeah, yeah, which I, I like. But uh, yeah. even right as it started, right as it started, Tony's like Taz scissor me and he goes no <laughs> and then Excalibur goes I got you he's like oh you're the man Excalibur and oh, you don't see God. it but you hear it you know yeah. you could everyone's having fun for sure so Castor comes out raps about uh, the senators inside trading their stock uh, he says we weren't, a pre, we weren't pre-approved like a home loan because we did it on our own because we're homegrown which I think was a really good and then uh, I don't know if you heard about this thing where Joe Biden I guess was trying to say shiver me timbers but it, it came off as you know because uh, there's a new move That they a double team move that they do basically think the 3D was up, except Bowen's jumps from the middle rope and does a leg drop in between their legs, and they call that shiver me timbers. It's not (laughs) their move; it's just another move to their arsenal. Um, But yeah, so he talks about how Joe Biden said uh, "scissor scissor me timbers" without stuttering, you know, which got a big pop from everybody. Uh, Oh, scissor! Oh, this is crazy. Oh, scissor me, daddy chant start as in. Oh, scissor me, dad! Like yeah, I was, heard, I've no, never I, heard that before. No, no, I've heard it. Before. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, wow, this thing is like. I, I think, I think that it went down at the New York show. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, uh, they start as they call themselves the most popular team in the world, winning his team and the best homegrown team in AEW history. They said their uh, T shirt is now the top selling T shirt in twenty twenty two. Uh, and says now AEW stands for Acclaimed Every Wednesday. Now that they have mm. it, they have the gold, I thought that was really good. Bowen's calls himself the Sultan of Scissor, explaining uh, he starts explaining scissoring as a handshake amongst friends, and then calls uh, Swerve and Our Glory a thrown together team, and they think that they're more popular than that sneaky Swerve as he keeps calling them, because everyone loves the Acclaimed. Then Billy then reaffirms this ain't your house, it's Daddy Ass's house. <laughs> you know what I mean uh, he then gifts them
1: he says he's, he's, that's right Yeah, how yeah, famous you
0: yeah it, it's dude right uh, he then gifts them a giant pair of gold scissors which he swears was presented <laughs> to him by City Hall oh my and then warns Bowens not to run with them you know they're having all kinds of fun with this uh, Caster encourages the crowd to scissor their neighbor as a sign of peace and then turns to Anthony and goes peace be with you Anthony <laughs> you know and then uh, brings up his dad oh, uh, achieving greatness in that same state uh, or in that same city as uh, you know as he was part of the winning uh, Super Bowl Seventeen yeah. team for Washington, yeah. and reflects on how he's now achieved his own greatness as a tag champ. It says despite the division in our country, everyone loves the acclaimed because they are the people's choice and the people's voice. And then they go to initiate the first ever bipartisan scissor when sw- Swerve interrupts, and it's perfect. I, I was gonna say, of it's course, I knew somebody. Like as out. soon as they go, whose house? And you're like, whoa! And it's like just so well timed. He comes out. I will say you could tell he has a hard time trying to figure out how he's gonna say stuff because you see his face like working against his promo. No, that would have been better. You literally see him fighting against his like you could tell his mind wants to say something else, his mouth is saying something, but he does get it out. And I don't know if it's because it's live or whatever. But he says, This is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like straight up. And he says, Yeah, congrats on you guys is having a good number one tea. Hey, Billy. Thanks, now you can get more kids suspended for what they're wearing in a new decade. Mm. And I was like, ooh, okay, bars, bars, you know. Says the uh, the tag strap should be on Billy's shoulders because he's the only reason that uh, that Mm. Swerve and Our Glory aren't tag champs. And then challenges Billy to a match next week. Mm. And then we see Mark Sterling march out. Says he's been telling people Swerve is a jerk since day one, but to no avail. And then offers to manage the acclaim heading forward before requesting to scissor all three men. Um, of course, you know. Generally speaking, it doesn't sound great on you know if you're just listening. Yeah. Uh, they want none of it. As Billy scoop slams Sterling, and then he and Castor hold his legs wide open as Bowen's hit scissor me timbers before uh, Billy what? accepts Swerve's um, challenge uh, and says, you know, uh, we'll do it next week on Dynamite, and then they finally initiate the bipartisan so, scissor. So, so what are we gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna
1: have them face Tony Nese and fucking uh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Josh Bray? No, no. Jo- so- it's not Josh Briggs.
0: I think it is Josh Briggs. Josh a- it's Josh Woods. Josh Woods,
1: you're right. You're right. No, yeah. Josh Briggs is the one from NXT. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is. Yeah, that's, okay. And they have similar, like, they no, 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 he used to have his hair. Let's just yeah, I was about to say, hair. yeah, yeah. Before he she shaved it and did the, did the new gimmick.
0: You know what's crazy? Before Road Dogg returned to WWE, I really thought that they were working towards a new age outlaw versus gun club versus acclaimed-like sort of fun Oh, that would
1: have been cool. Right. That would have been really cool. The, you know? Especially because you got Austin Gunn. Like, everyone has a talker, because Austin Gunn still mm-hmm. actually raps. Exactly. You know
0: what I mean? That would have been... Exactly. That, that. And then you, you got, got, you you got, got Cole, who looks just like his dad anyway, exactly. so he could just get mm-hmm. his one line in, whatever he wants it to be. Exactly, man. Uh, We do have a vignette uh, promoting the Death Triangle Dark Order Trios title match. Uh, And then we get a backstage interview with Madison Rain and Sky Blue. Uh, Basically, she's talking about, hey, I'm a coach. I see a lot of potential in Sky Blue. They get interrupted by TJ, who says, hey, you need a sports entertainer coach, not a wrestling coach. Sky Blue says, yeah, you're right. I could have worked on my charisma, but you guys should work on your wrestling, which is great. And uh, she basically challenges into a tag match on Rampage. And they accept. And it's funny because Rain goes, that should be entertaining. Like she makes fun of Menard's voice Because you know And I was like That was kind of randomly
1: funny But okay You know so But who's going to be your partner?
0: Uh, It's going to be Madison Rain and Sky Blue Oh Madison
1: Rain My Mm -hmm. bad I don't know why I was thinking Oh Sky Rain Like no wait. wait Yeah yeah it's like, the, But the rain comes from the sky. Rainy skies. Yeah. Sky blue rain. <laughs> uh, we get,
0: <laughs> we get a, probably one of my favorite uh, things that happen on the on the match, or, or not the match, on the card. Roos takes on uh, Hangman Page with Jose the assistant. Again, uh, I don't know if I told you, uh, there was a backstage segment basically where they threaten to take private party to court mm. if they don't do the right thing because they are very well aware of Matt's contract tampering. Though yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how you could take them to court, you know, but- you know, uh, look, yeah. I, 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 I digress. Yeah, uh, MGF is also shown watching this match backstage while uh, holding his poker Yeah, chip.
1: it's actually because of two point oh, isn't it? What's that? Somebody, somebody uh, clued them in on on. Uh,
0: no, it was um it was uh, the firm. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "I'm hey, don't know if you know." <laughs> like I, I was I, like, I, "Yo, I ain't, I ain't no
1: snitch, but uh, yeah." <laughs> Sounds <laughs>
0: like to me, and he's like, "I don't condone snitching, but
1: I ain't a snitch. I'm just a puncher." Uh, it's difference.
0: Uh, Rouge hits. Uh, he avoids the uh, buckshot lariat with a forearm smash, while Jose holds Page's leg on the apron out of the ref's view. Uh, basement dropkick to Page's back, as well as a vertical suplex. Page gets a fall-away slam, a corner springboard clothesline, a slingshot slingshot plancha to the outside, and then a uh, catches a midair for that DVD he does in the rebound position. Mm-hmm. For two, uh, we see Rouge initiate the corner double foot choke that usually precedes the uh, or stomps. I just say that usually precedes seeds the bull's horns but page counters with a spine bust it's kind of weird like he he lifts up while his feet are on his shoulders and like turns it to like kind of like a generic spine buster but then follows through with a jackknife pin it just looked pretty cool how he how he did that you know it's kind
1: of like a like how stone cold used to kind of just do like a loose kind of like that except he but he falls flows through into the so almost like like 110 street slam Kind of, like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. So okay. that's actually a better way to put it, yeah. And then, uh see, Paige goes for the buckshot lariat, but is distracted by Jose, allowing Roosh to counter with a straight jacket pile driver for a near fall. He goes for the bull's horns, but Paige counters with a mean clothesline that immediately jumps out to the apron to hit the buckshot for the win. Private Party slowly make their way to the ring, but Moxie shows up from the crowd and goes like, uh-uh, <laughs> and basically grabs a mic and stares down Paige. And it's weird because Private Party are just on the ramp watching And nothing happens, like, where they get involved. So... I don't understand this at all, but you know we'll we'll get Mm. it. it Does now? He grabs a mic and says he's been waiting for this match after circling each other for three years. As the two of them have pretty much beat everyone there is to beat in AEW except for each other. Says there will be only one last man standing in AEW after the upcoming title match on the 18th. Vows to break Paige's face and choke him till he turns blue because he's in the way of him becoming AEW's true top guy and the best in the world. Has all the respect in the world for his abilities and talent, and even admires him as a person. But once the bell rings he's got in the world titles on the line he's quote got no goddamn respect for anything it was like very well mm. delivered uh, Mox goes to exit but Patch, uh, Patch, Paige grabs the mic and says well if you've been waiting for so long where the hell are you going then <laughs> he drops the mic Mox re-enters calls Paige a sweet kid he goes but like a lot of the kids around here lately you say a lot of stupid shit that gets you in trouble I'll mm. let you off the hook this time and then he says but here's a final warning watch your mouth Mm. Yeah, and he just he leaves. So, very very nice uh, segment. I, I liked. You know, what I mean, it was short. I mean, sweet. at least it made Hangman look a little better. Yeah, definitely. Especially with it's true they've been circling each other for a while. I mm-hmm. I've, I haven't I mean, even had we, them we, go we, against each other. No, like we've
1: always said that that would be a good match. Yeah, definitely. We've always talked about that being a good mm-hmm. match, but we never knew how that was how it would happen or exactly. why it would happen. How did we get there? The stakes. Mm-hmm. The the the. The snakes. No, my sizzle. No,
0: <laughs> the sizzle. <laughs> and uh, so I, got, I just got two more uh, matches and then the uh, uh, match announcements as well. Luchasaurus for Christian Cage versus Fuego del Sol. Instant choke slam, then that cutthroat burning hammer for the win. Instant squash match. Post match, Cage gives orders as Lucha goes to powerbomb Fuego from the ring onto the ramp, but uh, Jungle Boy makes a save with a chair to the ribs. He then gives him a chair shot to the back. Sorry, as well. you, when you
1: said Cage, I'm like, wait. Cages back? I'm like, oh no, you're talking about Christian cage. Christian cage, yeah. So
0: many cages and pages. (laughs) <laughs> <in> former pages <laughs> and
1: Paige Van Zantz,
0: yeah, exactly. That's enough, man. Anyway,
1: and Ethan Pages, uh,
0: but uh, Christian restrains Lucha uh, from entering the ring to retaliate. And then uh, we see Jungle Boy grab a mic. He says, Lucha Schwartz was his best friend, but broke his heart when he chose Cage over him. Vows to break Lucha piece by miserable piece and tells him to pick the place in time and he'll be ready. Cage says, that The place in time is next week, in uh, on next week's Dynamite in Toronto, his hometown. So that match gets set. Luchasaurus versus, uh...
1: You've been hearing about this, uh... These rumors about Cage and Britt Baker? No. Yeah, there's been people that have been supposedly saying that, uh... One of the real reasons Cole been off TV is supposedly there's, uh... Some shit that supposedly... It's not... This is not confirmed, but there's been some rumor of supposedly Britt Baker and Cage messing around. <sighs> hmm.
0: I don't know how to comment on that, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd rather not. That that sounds horrible, though. I hope I hope not. Because it makes so, you think
1: you're like, is that why your arm's in a sling? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously.
0: Uh, <well, laughs> match announcements from Rampage. Uh, AEW World Trials Championship match. Death Triangle taking on Dark Order. Uh, we also get the Varsity Blondes teaming up against Tony Neese and Josh Woods with Mark Sterling in the corner. Uh, Tay Mello and Anna J. A. S. AS... Really, her name taking on Madison Rain to Sky Blue, and then we get a uh, cool little trios match. Man, Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler Yuta take on Rouge and Private Party, which I thought that's to that be fun right before, uh, you know, the, the big title match in a couple weeks. Uh, Battle of the Belts for Jade Cargill defending the TBS title against Willow Nightingale. We got uh, Pac, who's defending his uh, all Atlantic championship against Trent Beretta, who wants some hmm. uh, he wants a receipt for you know, uh, with the Everything. orange getting punched, in the, you know, with a hammer, and and he, I love, I love this too because when they did the, the vignette, he goes, "Oh, are you mad because I hurt, hurt your friend?" He's like, he and he said he sucker punched me first, and they show it, you know, and then he was like, "But it's cool, like I don't mind hitting, you know, taking you out too, you know." Because remember we were of... we
1: were wondering about that. We're like, we know he's a bastard, but mm. <laughs> that's <laughs> what's funny to do. Like if John, you get Nelson a chance, Roberts.
0: I would I would check out the vignette with a trios title because. They all say something about what this means and Brody. And at the end, Silver just does his best pack in, impression. He goes, We're going to take the Trails championships for you. And he was like, Was that good? Was that good? No, <laughs> it ends, but it's actually kind of good, too. So, oh, and then, of course, FTR defending their IWGP tag team championships finally against the Gates of Agony. Oh, man. And then uh, AW Dynamite. We got Jungle Boy
1: taking on Brutasaurus. I'm surprised it's not for the ROH. Yeah. Is there an O-H? I, I would think
0: that ah, as well. Well, crazy. actually, it is the ROH. They're just. OK, now I'm looking at the photo. I think the IWGP titles were the most visible titles oh, on the okay. shoulder. So, yeah, you're right. It's for ROH World Tag Team no, Championships. You're just
1: gonna put this one on top.
0: Oh, wow, I didn't realize his name actually. OK, so uh, it's being confirmed. Daddy ass Billy Gunn taking on uh, Swerve Strickland. And, uh, of course, we got the ROH World Championship, Chris Jericho taking on Brian Danielson. That'll be the third time they meet, but uh, with the title on the line. So, that should be interesting. That takes us to our main event. Tag Team Match, Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson, Dragon Slayer and American Dragon teaming up against the JAS, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Uh, there was a vignette that played earlier in the first hour recapping all the events that led to this. Um, you know, at one point... Um, you know, we see Sammy, he gets clocked midair because this, this whole thing is really good match, but it builds to a point where you're trying to see Jericho and Garcia face off, you know what I'm saying? And uh, basically, Sammy tries to uh, take advantage of the stare down that they have, and he tries to do a diving attack. He gets clocked midair for trying to interrupt. Uh, then they engage in a hockey fight. Uh, we see Garcia lock uh, Jericho in the dragon tamer, but Sammy super kicks him in the mush, and then uh, hits a spaceman plancha to Brian on the floor. And it was very impressive, but the crowd instantly goes, you still suck. It was like they were they popped, but they, they wanted him to know, but we still hate you. Uh, I heard it was a bunch of fuck you Sammy chants. Yeah, there was a lot of that, for sure. I think probably the news got out while people were there. So, uh, Garcia gets his knees up to block a lion salt, encounters a Sammy cutter with a mid-air rear naked choke, and then transitions to a cross face as Brian gets the label lock on Jericho. Great visual. Uh, then they stop and then drop hammer anvil uh, elbows on uh, both guys and try a double avalanche back suplex on Sammy, which I was actually surprised. Sammy lands on his feet, unsurprisingly, and then hits Danielson with a rebound Spanish fly. Garcia counters a uh, GTH with a pop driver and pins, but Jericho pulls his leg from the floor before eating a diving knee from uh, Brian off the apron. Jericho actually spine busters Brian onto the ROH belt, which is laying on the timekeeper's table. It doesn't break, but it's definitely worth noting because that lower back, right? Mm. And then I don't know if it was supposed to break because then he just suplexes him right through the table. Uh, And then we see Sammy hit Garcia with the GTH. He goes for the shooting star press, but Garcia counters and locks in the Dragon Tamer. Jericho actually hits him in the head with her all-weights title out of the ref's line of vision, allowing Sammy to pin for the easy win. And that was the end of
1: the show. Yeah, a lot of people were like, especially because coming off the news that, Oh, he threw the first punch, and he's headlining, yeah. and then they, they, they're they like, so he headlines, gets the pin, and he gets it raised on everyone's shoulders, and that's the shot you guys go off of the air on? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was very
0: surprising. I saw something earlier. It was like, CM Punk, backstage altercation, suspended. Young Bucks, same thing. Kenny, same thing. And then he shows them as like, wins main event on Dynamite. And, you know, and a lot of people just... You gotta have consistency, Tony.
1: I don't know what you're doing, but dude, I don't know. You know, I don't. He was at his wedding. He, he probably likes him. I'm like, dude. It's, it's
0: yeah, I'm so what? And then again, too, I, mean, I don't know if you heard me say like Jericho and Daniel got in a hockey fight. It's like, yeah, we just saw that early in the women's trios match. So that's why I felt like there were some redundant spots, especially when you watch the Darby Lethal match right after the Wheeler MJF match. You're kind of like, didn't you guys talk about your matches? Like, you guys are kind of literally doing the same thing, you mm-hmm. know? But it was a good anniversary show. I don't know what's going to happen with Andrade because I really like Andrade. And, you know, I think we were talking in the chat, you know, I'd rather have Andrade on my roster than Sammy, but I don't know. I guess time will
1: tell, man. Like I told you, like all that flips and stuff, that's cool, but there's other people that can do it. Yeah. And to be honest, the only thing that he really can do better than Andrade is speak English. <laughs> For real? Yo, word, word. Like you talk about the Spanish God. Yeah. But you know, this dude speaks mad Spanish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but And I'm trying to think, does Sammy speak Spanish? I don't think I've ever heard him speak Spanish. I mean, I
1: know he's made fun of it in the promo where yeah, he'd, he'd say shit that's clearly not what he what, what it is, but <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I watch his vlog, but like he's never speaking Spanish on the vlog. Yeah, know? exactly.
0: But yeah, man, that was a W Dynamite three year anniversary show.
1: Well, that's it. I mean, we do have. I think is it Extreme Rules this week. Extreme Rules, yeah, yeah. I don't have all the matches in front of me, but I'm just. I think. I mean, the only thing that's really interesting to me, for one, is obviously like the the pit match or the fight yeah, pit fight match. Pit, yep. Um, is there a world title match on this or no?
0: No, we got. I think it's uh, you got Liv and Ronda. You got the I Quit match with Edge and um Finn. You that's an got- I
1: Quit match. Sheesh. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And then you got, which I think Finn should win because I mean Edge has been mopping Judgment Day for a while now. I don't and know, from he's what I saw, and coming back. well, I saw that Edge his last loss was like over a year ago to Seth Rollins on SmackDown. Edge, Edge, yeah, it's crazy. Like well, how many like, matches has he had? I couldn't tell you, but I mean when you see the list of people he's beat since then, Damian Priest, Finn, Bal- like a lot of people are, you're like, mm, I thought you were here to put over the young Miz, you know? But if he's Miz a- never
1: got a fucking win over him, like. Fuck that! I don't want the Miz. Uh, yeah, nah. Me I mean, and, it me goes and back to forth. <laughs> Hell no! Me and Betty will whoop him. Oh man! Right. And then I think it's
0: uh, let's see. Obviously, Imperium and the and the uh, brutes, brutes? Yeah, uh, and well, a Donnie Brook, which I'm I'm like whatever on. I'm sure it'll be crazy, but I don't. I hate that that you know. Are the,
1: the tag tag titles not on line either? I'm trying to think.
0: Uh, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I just know. Yeah, Liv and Rhonda, Seth and Matt. Uh, which should be good. The I quit match. Uh, there's a, oh, Bailey versus, um, Bianca in a ladder match. That should be fun for the title. Yeah. For the women's title. Hmm. And the white rabbit. <laughs> basically. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, I mean, that's, that seems to be clearly, I mean, you tell me doc, is that what people are talking about in the streets nowadays? Sure. This white rabbit?
0: Well, one thing I thought was interesting, I found out, too, about the, all those teases. Is that apparently, there's a new guy that's worked, that's been named, like, Advisor of Long-Term Storytelling. And he's oh, he's a comic guy, book writer, right? Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's the one, I guess, that's been doing a lot of the Bray stuff. And ironically, before Bray was released, he pitched a movie Oof. around the Fiend's character. So. Oof. I think that's a, you know whatever's going on. It's got to be right. Oh, uh, they
1: got um also a oh stra- carrying cross yeah strap match. Mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre carrying cross. Uh yeah, that's it actually. Yeah, these are all pretty good matches actually on paper. I uh, think because living so living Livin Ronda is an extreme rules match too. Oh okay, so they all they all have stips six man tag team good old fashioned Donnie Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> God, okay, can we get that two K 12 I to bet 23? you we're gonna
0: see those like cricket paddles come out for done oh yeah pictures
1: um you know pints a lot of people think
0: Bloodline's going to end up being in the war games Mm. in the survivor series i think that'd be tight but yeah uh i just hope yeah we do see something substantiated with this white rabbit thing man because um i'm starting to lose interest on a week-to-week basis to be
1: honest with you well i don't have tiktok to be checking all that shit anyways you know me yeah
0: I mean, I do the QR codes and I check it out, and a lot of people end up putting it on Instagram so we can see it. Oh, I just
1: you know I mean? got. Th- I guess Jimmy Smith is no longer with WWE. Oh, he said, "Just want to say now that the story is officially out that my time with the WWE is officially done. Had a lot of fun and met some great people. Really and truly blown away by the acceptance from the WWE fans. You folks make it uh, make it work every week, and your enthusiasm was amazing." Hmm, okay. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Then yeah, how about how about we get the Bloodline versus Legato? How about that? Is that
0: cool? <laughs> It'll be interesting who they get in there. I mean, I know it looked like you are flirting with the uh, street profits a bit, but uh, Tez has that boot on, so I, I
1: don't know. That's true. I forgot. I just did that to just just see that on uh, on mm-hmm. Raw. But yeah, but that is the show. Mm-hmm. I want to thank y'all for doing what y'all do, man. And that's tuning in to doing what we do. What we love to do more than anything, man. And that's uh, pretty much just shit, uh, politic, mm-hmm. hot take, all Shoot that. Shoot the shit. Yeah, man. Uh, with the the world of pro wrestling, man, and all the par- uh, parallels around that, and uh, trying to make sense of this crazy ass world, man. Mm-hmm. Um, while trying to not step, you know, step on the hot lava of headlines,
0: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I was just thinking the other
1: day. I was like, I feel like
0: one of our award, um, or no, our end of the year oh God, uh, categories has got to be biggest headline. You, gotta be you know, because how many you you think how many of them? Cody leaves. Vince retires. You oh, like yeah. there's So many. But yeah. Yeah. Triple H takes over. Yeah. Soraya is an AW. Like, Throwing
1: forearms. Apparently. <laughs> apparently yeah. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, follow us everywhere on social media. Man, that's yes, at the Quincy Jones show on Instagram at Quincy Jones show on Twitter. Backslash. The Quincy Jones show on Facebook, as well as uh, the Quincy Jones show on TikTok um russell wednesdays every wednesday man shout out to doc keeping the tradition alive my yes, friend sir. i recently picked up uh, wednesdays as a, 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 a must have work work day now so unfortunately
0: all good man i'm here to represent tell y'all no, we you, want you, the
1: community man 100% tap in. man yeah tap in or tap out i mean mm-hmm. let us know what's good man let us know who you rapping um of course we got the the shirts on deck uh as well the quincy jones show at gmail.com hit us up, up with your crucial. size. Um, and of course, the Quincy Jones Show, the album. You already know that because the 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 ad told you so to so go and check it out, man. You know, everywhere. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, music, uh, iTunes, Apple Music, pretty much anywhere you go to stream music. It's on your social media that you're probably using right now while you're on the pot. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, if you're going to scroll, scroll, baby. All I'm saying is if you're going to uh, post uh, something to your story, just uh, you looking for the perfect song. Check out your boy. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? And also got that new verse by uh, with personal. Yes, sir. Kind of blew up I, I unbeknownst to me. Yeah. I, I want to say out.
0: Bon Appetit, but it's got the E at the end. So it's like bone Appetite. appetite. <laughs> but it is pronounced Bon Appetit. Uh, but, yeah, both y'all get, you know, y- y'all body that. But, yeah, that, um, I just that verse in, sir. is just I, just.
1: I just punched in. Yeah. I saw, I saw it what was I a did.
0: regular Wednesday for me, sir. It was for me
1: though. <laughs> <laughs> Flames, so well, yeah, check that out, man. Thank you, man. Uh, and then definitely check out Doc Lesnar, man. Uh, everywhere you go to get your music as well. Yeah, you guys this know is, what it
0: is—the uh, yeah. only one and only hip hop hybrid in existence in the worlds of pro wrestling and hip hop. It is there I D O C L E S N A R. There, are with the five star bars. And go ahead and hit up any platform of your choice and your liking, and you will see this is awesome. The album's been all, out for over a year now, but the streams has just been a dream, baby, and I'm having a hard time keeping them down as per usual. And uh, yeah, check it out, man. I got Mega Ran, the icon of NERCOR on there. I got my world's greatest tag team partner ever in this business and on this planet. On God's green, Quincy Jones Go. And my man. I Ellis the artist man shouts to him Uh, he came through made some magic on there as well and uh, yeah yeah like I said on every platform check me out other than that find me on social media at Doc Lesnar on Instagram at Doc underscore KJS pod for all things having to do with this podcast and at Lesnar's underscore lots that's right at Lesnar's underscore lots that has everything to do with my Mercari store you can go on Mercari and find me at Doc Lesnar I sell anything from Funko figs to wrestling figs autographs and I got a lot of stuff in the office the other day which has been the, the show uh, which has been really fun. So it's not such pro wrestling, but if you like The Office, holla at your boy. Check me out. Other than that, man, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at I'm Doc Lesnar and my friend. I got three words for him. Is it? Is it? Top guys out. It is top guys out.